the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. those babies hello there good afternoon everybody welcome it's the start of the phillips file this one for monday that's monday july 9th is that right because it says july 2nd nope you're right it's the 9th on my sheet oops sorry new guy july 9th in the year 2018 good afternoon everybody my name is jim phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff whatever your stuff might happen to be news and current events of course we'll do that We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon, certainly after a long break over the 4th of July uh, weekend and holiday and all that kind of stuff. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me. Well, you can't follow me on Twitter anymore. More on that later. Mm -hmm. And send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We'll look at it. We may use it on the air. That's real mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance, still free. one 888 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news hey, in a few yes, minutes. Sir. We work off that. Jack is with us. And Fritz is filling in today for Pinkman. Mr. Pinkman has the rest of the week off. And there we go later in the program, right up to the news with Mo. We'll have that bonus round of closest to the pin. Fritz will play against one of you. You might be able to win that You Matter business card, guaranteeing you good fortune for the rest of your life. Followed by Jack's audio file, Monday movie review today with Wanzi and Doug. We have closest to the pin. No Stephen Kramer today. I think he's taking his kids to camp. So uh, Mr. Kramer has the day off from the Phillips file, so we'll keep that open. And we got plenty of things to throw in there over the next uh, four hours or so. And then we'll round things up maybe with some drive-home music and then PPT to wrap things up before we hand it over to Tom and Dan at the top of the hour. Yeah, while well, I mentioned, I've decided, well, a couple of months ago I gave up on I, no more Facebook. I didn't want anything to do with it. I was tired of looking at what people were eating, you know, for dinner. And, you know, it just got, it got tiresome. And I was never really active on Facebook. I'd check it, eh. And then uh, I was super active on Twitter. Yes, sir. Yeah, you were a Twitter guy. Especially uh, late related. at night. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because everything, you know, okay, and, you know, ding, 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 and Twitter this. And I just came to the determination, you know, after reading a couple of articles and this and thinking about this a little bit more and more and more, uh, I finally just came to the determination. I was just spoiling for a fight. I was just looking, I was just looking around to say, oh, yeah, you think, okay, well, I'm going to let you have it. And, uh, or I... You know, something would happen in the news, and I said, "Okay, you got to you, you better pay attention to what I have to say in my tweet." And then I'd see how many likes I'd get, and it's all that dopamine hit. And uh, man, if I'm going to get a dopamine hit, I'd rather have co- use cocaine mm-hmm. than, yeah. uh, than than Twitter. So um, I'm off of it. 
Uh, Did you dis- disband I, your dismantle your yeah, Twitter account? Yeah, everything's dismantled, and it's just uh, and to be honest, it feels pretty good. So more on that later. You know, I I don't hold anything against people who want to tweet or use Facebook. I mean, that's their business, none of mine. But I just came to it's just wasting too much time on that stuff, and I'm trying to figure out. Okay, what am I doing? Spending forty five minutes at night, maybe. What and I read, out? and then yeah. I put a book aside. I said, okay, let me check this. Anybody like that that tweet I sent out 30 minutes ago? You know, mm. and it's like, <laughs> whatever. You know, and then you get into some kind of argument with somebody, and they say, well, I'm going to show you, and you're full of crap, and this and that, and whatever, and back and forth, and back and forth, and there it would go. And they say, okay, how many followers do I have now? Oh, geez, I'm down three followers, and then, you know, later, oh, I'm up five. And it's like, enough, Jim, just Enough. You got. Uh, you can better u- utilize that time. At least that's the decision I came to. Mm-hmm. Watched a lot of World Cup during the past week. I was off during uh, off of the Fourth of July week for vacation. Thanks to Mo. Thanks to Jack. Thanks for everybody who filled in d- during my absence on that Sweet. Monday and Tuesday. I saw a lot. I, I I saw so many World Cup games. I can't even tell you which ones I saw. You had some good days to be off. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I did. Yeah. I mean, they were just mm-hmm. the majority of the games were spectacular. They right. were just were really good and exciting and nail biting and, and and Do you like when it comes down to penalty kicks? I'm not eh, I'm not it, it, is it what all it hinges is. on not, penalty eh, kicks. Well, eh. That's the game. Yeah. You know, you can only play so long. I mean, those guys are running around a normal game, they say, what do they run? Eight, nine, ten, eleven miles. Oy. So, you know, you add another thirty minutes on, and then after that, I mean you just they're gonna be crawling around, you know, hitting the ball with nothing but their nose. I mean, you're just so tired, and you can't have but you know a certain number of substitutions. So I saw a lot of World Cup. Now we're down to four teams. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Do you have a favorite team? No, I am what they call in soccer a neutral. In soccer, a neutral is somebody who doesn't have a favorite team. It's just you enjoy the game. You like the certain players. You might like a player over in this team. You might like a player over in that team. You like to watch a good match. Now, maybe during a match, I'd say, okay, I'm favoring. I'd really like to see this team win. But am I am I a diehard supporter of a particular? Right. No, I'm a I'm as they as they term it a neutral. So and, in the France game, Belgium is it Belgium? Are you do you how are you leaning one side or the other? I won't know until about halftime. Oh, okay. Same thing with Croatia and. Whatever the other team is. England. On. Oh. Well, probably, yeah, England. I like England. Croatia's got a strong team. All the these four teams left remaining are very good teams. Yeah. No, I really don't. I, mm. I think maybe England, I probably would support them because I watch so much EPL soccer. Right. But anyway. All right. So would I you have, have preferred Russia to advance? So it could have been no, England, was, England, England versus Russia. Oh, <laughs> that was Russians. Yeah, that was damn all Doped up Russians. Can you answer me something about... I, now, I've, I've seen many matches, more to this World Cup than any me other. Too. I have not watched one of the Russian matches. I just haven't been on the right time for me. Is there anything suspect about them? Because I know yes. there's been people talking about... There's talk, yeah. but no proof. Mm. Right. Because but, of doping during the Olympics and this and that. and As a fan, when what you see transpire on the field, does anything look shady to you? No. Okay. Not to me. Uh, other than they performed better than they were expected to. Mm-hmm. Now, I, 
I don't. I don't know. Because I, I thought, know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want him to win. I just didn't want him to win the. You know, the yeah. God Almighty, if they're gonna yeah. find out those damn Russians, you and know, it's in Russia and kind of meddling in our, in our voting, and God, if they win the World <laughs> Cup, we'll never hear the end of it. I know when I see Joe Scarborough breaking down games, I go that. Means nothing to me, so I want to yeah. go to someone who no, actually just, watches no, the game. I, you know, I, they go, they they perform very well, and they have a pretty good team, and went a lot farther than certainly maybe they expected. But I'm glad they're out of there. Well, it's great when you're about the them. host nation as well. Yeah. So uh, I had something yesterday that I hadn't had in a very long time. Oh, can we guess? Sure. A Hot food? chocolate. No. A food. A food. Uh, breakfast food. Seven no, layer I, dip. I wouldn't say it was a breakfast. Oh, snack good. food. Seven layer dip. I'd, I'd call it a snack food. Yeah. Score. Okay. Um, Peanut butter filled pretzels. No. Two for one. Bogo. Hummus. Publix. Publix. No, it wasn't hummus. Oh. Ramen noodles. Oh, good. No. High no. in sodium. Okay. Mm. Did you have? Um, let's see. Nachos. Does it come? I have nachos. Does it no. come in a bag? No. You had to make it. Does it come in a box? Did I have to make it? No, I didn't have to make Somebody it. Somebody made I it for it. you? Yes. Oh, you bought it already made. Yes. Ready to consume. Ready yes. to, yeah. Did you have to heat it up? No. Cream no. puffs. Cold? Frozen? No, they were they were hot to very warm. Uh, chicken wings? No. Hot chicken nuggets. buns? No. No chicken nuggets? No. Big no, Mac? No. no. Macaroni and cheese. Oh. I think I'd think out of the box a little bit more. Okay. Out of the box. That's a clue, Mo. Oh, uh, poutine. No, I don't mean that as a... Oh, okay. Oh. See, yeah. not a clue, Fritz. Um, did you have? I'm an aficionado of this, to, uh, but bu- I hadn't had this. You can call it a snack, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, edamame. No. Oh, butter no. chicken. Someone no. texting. Is it cocaine? Mm-mm. No. Oh wait, is it Indian food? Is it some form of Indian food? No. Is it Mexican food? No. Okay. I, is it Italian? I'd, term, I'd say it's more southern than anything else. Oh, uh, uh, shrimp and grits. No, no. Oh, shrimp uh, grits. oh. just gravy. Oh. Just gravy? Yeah. Oh, like with skin. Chicken Chitl- skin. No, 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 no. Okay. Come on, think so, folks. Uh, fried, fried chicken. chicken. No. Home uh, fries. What? I bet I hadn't Have had f- this food in oh. five years. No Hobby. way. No. Hubba, 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 hubba. Okay, Oatmeal? it's a snack food that's... Oh, that's I know, boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts. Oh! Boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts are so good. Cajun or eggs? I love boiled peanuts. They're Cajun. so so you I'm heading out to us, see my buddy yeah. in Titus Phil. You know, I'm heading you know, out 50 and get you know you get into that Christmas area. You know the road that goes yes. five, yes. is it 520? Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. About a half a mile after that, there's, uh, there's, there's a, a boiled a peanut place. And uh, and there's another one closer to 95 as you head on 50 into Titus. Boiled peanut. But boys. I passed that and I said, okay, yeah, well that's not a bad idea. Heading back to Orlando after seeing my buddy. Yeah. And uh, and and so I stopped. They were fantastic. Oh, my. <laughs> they were absolutely. I bought two. Did you get them in a cup? Sorry, yeah, I found two cup? big cups. Oh, oh God. yeah. You got to. Oh, yeah. You're slurping them on the oh, way home. God, They're just gross. absolutely terrific. That is nasty. Then they had half a bowl, you know, and, and they put them in the refrigerator. They're good cold. Oh, no. Oh, ah. God. They're absolutely full of just that Cajun juice. Dude. And they're, oh, mm-hmm. man, a lot. So good. They are good, aren't they? Super. I love my, my wife can't stand them. Oh, they're gross. She just. Can't stand them. The consistency is yash. Oh, they're nice and soft. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. My wife uh, makes them probably every month, and she makes them. Makes them, yeah. So if you're heading out uh, towards Titusville, you're heading to 95. You're going to Christmas or that area. I think her name is Chrissy. She's on the right side, about a half mile, but I think she's only open on the weekends. Mm. Real nice. 
Very pleasant. You chatted her up a little? Yeah, it did, as a oh, matter of fact. How are you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> what style of, you know, well, I got regular and uh, Cajun. Now, you mm-hmm. were talking about the last time you were had it might have been the time where you brought him in for us. The regular one was just mush to me. The Cajun one, that has some, some flavors. You know, it depends, some, on, the, yeah, flavor. it depends mm-hmm. on the peanuts. Some are a little bit mushy and some get cooked a little bit different, like a little bit more bite to them. Mm. Oh, man. I, so just stop, you know. That sauce She's is She's got so a couple weird. of crock pots there, you know. Yeah. It's essentially, and she just ladles she, it into a cup. You know, ladles them into, into mm-hmm. the cup. Yeah. Puts them in, you know, it gives you a paper bag for the shells. That is Southern. You're right about that. That's that, good stuff, though. Bah. My wife can't stand bah, them. Bah, just, bah, bah, bah. Nope. Stand them. That's an acquired taste, I would say. Oh, it was never. First some, time I had one, I said, I love boiled peanuts to the to the point I would only get some one at, once every five years. But you, uh-huh. you I'm an aficionado. It's got to be you? the right. It's got, yeah. She makes some great boiled peanuts. What else do we have? Plenty mm, of things to talk mm. about. I'm going to get to them. Oh, I got a call from Rachel. Oh, it's a steakhouse, Jim, not just a strip club. Hi, this is Rachel. Uh, you know, I just I know you're busy over the Fourth of July, but I just wanted to make contact. You know, maybe talk about that two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar home equity loan that we uh, we we were discussing. Have you gotten the call from Rachel? I yeah. get mine's Emily. Ah, ah Emily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Warning. Yeah. Danger, Will Robinson. And Don't answer. So, Don't you believe it? And it's almost. How dare you be so informal? Uh, yeah. And, and hi, uh, hi, it's Rachel. Hi, because you don't think it's a recording. They got so good. Yours is a recording, right? You know, when you stuff. get some yeah. time, give me a call back. I'd really like to discuss that loan application. We were, and it's like, what? You're, I don't know you. You're piercing through that defense. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, wait a minute, did I reach out to her? Wait. Oh, by the way, has this ever happened to you? you? Watch a movie and you say, I know I've seen this movie before, but I can't remember. I'm, I'm watching mm. this movie, but I don't remember anything from this movie. Yep, happened I, to me. Uh-oh. Yeah. How much did you watch if it doubled up? 50-60%. And the only reason I didn't finish it, you know, just wanted to go to go to bed. Oh. Yeah. You go, "Oh, this was the movie he was dead the whole time." Come on, you ruined hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Spoiler alert. No, I mean, I saw the movie. I saw the movie. I know they saw the movie. And I'm watching the movie so I don't remember anything. I know I saw this movie. But I don't remember. What movie I mean, was a little it? snippet. Jim John Malkovich. Oh, oh I saw that. It's a fantastic a movie. movie. Yes. It's a good movie. For me, that's every movie I've seen. What? That I just don't remember all of. You have what is that disease? Uh, amnesia I, or I'm, something? I'm a little worried about it. I was like, okay, I've seen this movie in a while, and I started watching. I said, I don't remember this. I don't yeah. remember that part. I mean, I remember. Yeah. John Cusack, and I remember it was long, stringy, greasy hair. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Tab Hunter has uh, passed away. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about that. Panic buttons in Chicago. I'll give you some information about that. We'll talk about the boys in the cave in Thailand and other things as well. Plenty of things to talk about. Thanks for joining us. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. She's got the news that Okay. There's more, there's more, there's more. You're my big swinger, Froggy. Higher, get higher, higher.
Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, there are lots of things going on. One of them is that Orlando police plan to bring back that Amazon facial recognition software. Wait a minute. I thought they had decided, yeah, I thought I decided to, to mm. put that on the shelf. Well, there was a big outcry. You included leading the charge. You and Scott Maxwell. Turns out that a memo from OPD informed Orlando Mayor and City Council, Buddy Dyer and the City Council, informed them of this decision to bring it on back, explaining that they needed a little more time to look at it and make a recommendation on whether the city should eventually purchase this facial recognition software. A huge front-page story of the New York Times today about how they use facial recognition in China. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody is under surveillance, and anybody that, I mean, they can, they can immediately Zero in on you. Yeah. deter anybody. Mm-hmm determine who you are and whether you're wanted for a crime and this and that, whatever, but everybody is under Turns surveillance. Out they When they did the free test, you know, they had eight cameras. There were eight of them. There right. were uh, five in the Orlando police headquarters. There were three on city streets, um, and, but that expired. So now they didn't know what to do. They want to tr- keep testing. Well, I'm not necessarily, I don't know if I'm for it or against it. My mm. beef oh, I thought you was, didn't like. no, my beef was they kept it a secret. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, it was a big deal, and all of a sudden nobody knew. Uh, you know, they're asked from an, an, their elbow about what was going on here, including the mayor and the city council. That was my beef. You know, hey, here's what we're trying out. Here's what we're looking at. We're going to let you know the results, and then the citizens can determine through their representatives uh, on the city council whether we should proceed with it. Oh well, it looks like they're bringing it back for yet another well, test right. tomorrow. The window opens to get a permit for alligator hunting in Florida. Permits go on sale tomorrow. If you've ever wanted to hunt alligators, I think we should chip in and get a permit. All right. You have to kill it. No. I, I didn't know. Uh, the All fish right. and wildlife people say they are making 1,300 gator hunting permits available tomorrow because the at- alligator population has gotten big, too big. So they want everybody to, uh, you know, if you're interested in this kind of thing, you've got to pay for it. Um, and it's, Well, you seem interested. It is $272 yeah, if you're a Florida resident. one in the group that's interested I in this. I think we should do it as a, as a, as a show. Well, You've been talking about this. I don't want to do, do, do kill anything. Yeah. Well, we you trap them. Maybe you can relocate them or something. Were no. you interested in killing bears when they had the bear hunting season? That no. Day? no. No. I think you relocate them. Good, but not. You don't relocate them. You got to kill them. Nah. Where are you going to put it? Mm-hmm. Put it in your pool. No. No. But the here's bear the bear or the alligator. Oh, the alligator. Here are the ways you can use. Here are the, the. I know that you're a fan of some of these. So here's here is the list of state rules of what you can use to hunt an alligator. You can use a bow or a crossbow. Now you were crossbowing for a while I there. Crossbowing, I was in, what were into you archery using? for a while. Oh, I but thought not, it was crossbow. Not killing anything. Okay, you can use a gig. I'm not sure what that is. You can it's use got like a spear. A harpoon or a spear is listed separately. Spear gun, fishing pole, with a weighted treble hook. Fishing pole. That's it so says southern. fishing pole. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's called a fishing rod. It's not here. No, no. I, Anybody I, who fishes and calls it a fishing pole is a goober. Does fishing it say fishing, pole. like apostrophe? Like it doesn't say that. It's fishing. Fishing hey, pole. Pick up your fishing pole. Let's go down and get yeah. some, you know. It says fishing poles using. Uh, get uh, some right ears, put them in a pan. You can either use your fishing pole using a weighted treble hook, an artificial lure, a baited wooded peg, uh, or uh, a hand line. Uh, anyway, you can use a. The only firearm, I guess you would say, you're allowed to use for this alligator business is a bang stick. That's it. You cool. can't jump on top of them and no, just wrestling, no, club them with say, a baseball bat? Nope. Jump on top of them where? In the water? I don't sure. think so. Oh, yeah. Nope. 
They're not strong in the water, Jim. They're strong when they get out of the water. Now, the problem, of course, is that when out-of-staters come in, you know, and try to think, I'm going to get one of these. What are you talking about? They're not strong in the water. <laughs> oh, they're very, they'll do that death row. You'll be dead. Yeah, they chomp down on you and they you'll flip be dead. you around. You'll be dead. You'll be under dead. They're scary. Yeah. If you can get two, you have to be 18 years old. Whether you're a Floridian or out of state, you must be 18 and you can get two alligators per permit. Not, not interested. All right, forget it. Uh, they had a bar fight at, uh, and one person was fatally shot outside of an Orlando area sports bar. Bullets were flying a- after an early morning altercation on uh, at a place called the Happy Place Sports Bar on, on a street in Orange County uh, called on Southland Boulevard. One person killed four others injured. They had literally a wang-dang doodle, but they had guns involved. One person killed. Happy Place Sports Bar? It's called the Happy Place Sports Bar, but somebody didn't have a happy place. They are dead. That's sad. It is sad. But it's right there in Orange County. People got very worked Where? up in Orange County on Where? Southland Boulevard. I think it's off of OBT, but I'm not positive. Um, happy Place Sports Happy bar. Place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Scott is now trying to green up his record as he runs for the U.S. Senate. Governor Baldy running for the U.S. Senate. Now environmentalists say he, he's trying to greenwash his record. Uh, they call it greenwash. He had no interest in Florida's environment mm, whatsoever. He's no. one of these carpetbaggers who moved to Naples when he retired. And uh, all of a sudden he's selling himself as a great, what, sunshine state environment And environmentalist. That's a joke. Okay, it turns out, you know, you've heard of people whitewashing their record. In his case, environmentalists say he's greenwashing it, trying to look more green. Yeah, okay. They're accusing him of gutting the water management districts, eliminating the agency that used to regulate large developments, and stopping the Department of Environmental Protection from enforcing water quality standards. So what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, from that, uh, on that side of the political spectrum, I say he's been very good as it Mm. relates to business in Florida, this, yeah. that, whatever. Yeah. But you cannot argue that he was a gr- been a great environmentalist. Oh, no. More news with Mo upcoming. We've got that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. From- Mark your watch. Uh, Rodney the Gator Hunter will join us at uh, 6 o'clock. Good friend of the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1 because applications will be accepted tomorrow if you want to be a gator hunter for yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah, you got all these fools coming in from Indiana, Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, well, we hunted deer, so why not? And then they come down here and they get lost and mosquito bit. You got to go out and rescue them. You know, some good old boy in their airboat's got to go bring him back home. <laughs> so we'll talk to Rodney the Gator Hunter at six. Uh-huh. Uh, let's get back to the news. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. While you were gone, Jim, there were two tropical storms that whirled up. One of them was Beryl, and one of them is Chris. The National Hurricane Center says Chris is meandering off the coast of the Carolinas and will strengthen today. Could become a real hurricane uh, either late tonight, uh, later today or tonight. As of early this morning, it was a couple hundred miles uh, south of Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. Chris sounds like a storm that would meander. Yeah. It's meandering, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A little laid back. Yep. And then it'll move toward the northeast. So that's the one that's the most recent one. And closer to the U.S. of A. But Beryl, it was very strange. It whirled up. Then it headed what looked like toward the Caribbean and then Puerto Rico. And then it was on a path. I was watching the cone, you know. It was teeny tiny, though. It wasn't big, but it was, you know, it dumping rain. So they finally said, okay, it's downgraded to a tropical storm. It's downgraded where it's going to fizzle out. But then they now say 
there is a very good possibility for it to whirl up into a tropical something again. Hey, 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 hey. My question is... It's poor people in Puerto Rico. Yeah, my you know, question... They got, they got the shaft. They got Sucks. the gigantic yeah, shaft. They and uh, They did. We had a, you know... Mm-hmm. Here's my we question. We're ashamed of ourselves. I mean, they are American citizens for crying out loud. And, they, and same thing in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They yeah. got they got pounded as well. Yeah. 1,500 people still without power. No electric. Yep. And they Please. say the grid is weaker now than it was before Maria. My question is this. If Beryl was a tropical named storm See. and then it fizzled out, yeah. now it's whirling up again. Do they keep the name Beryl or do they have to give it a new name? No, it's the same storm. Right, but it once yeah, it's, but it's downgraded and it's a nothing burger. It's just a rain that's event. That's a good question. Now, if they whirl it up, Chris is already taken. Do they go to a D name or do I, they I just they call do. it Barrel Two Point or whatever? Maybe, yeah. Oh. It's look, we get enough on with our minds without here. having to deal with, with that. Okay, name. all right. All right, just, fine. Let's just stick with Barrel. Fine, Florida. So who's gonna? Who's gonna, who's gonna what, the, what kind of Michigan is there? You know, what, <laughs> somebody gonna make a big simmus over this? <laughs> No. You know what I'm saying? Look at you, Mr. Yiddish. How dare you? How dare How you? That wasn't a storm again. Come up with a new name. Ah. Like, oh, go pound sand. Summer gas prices in Florida are the highest they've been in four years. It's ridiculous. However, Obama. <laughs> no, it's not Obama. AAA reports the last week it's been pretty flat, yeah. but it is now average on statewide $2.72 for a gallon of plain old regular. That's summer maintenance of the refineries. <laughs> uh, is that year. what it is? Yeah, sure. In Boca Raton, it's two eighty four. The cheap stuff. Uh, it's also really expensive in the Panhandle and in Miami. The cheapest stuff is in Tampa, St. Pete, two sixty five, and all tied Jacksonville, Orlando, and Melbourne at two sixty six. Now they say uh, that while domestic gas production remains strong, should prevent these major swings. But we'll see what the hurricane season brings to us. How long should I keep that photograph of Tab Hunter in my wallet? Oh boy, <laughs> forever <laughs> now. Shouldn't yeah. get rid of it. He was a handsome man. <laughs> Whoa. Hello. I'm actually going to look him up right now. Tab it's, Hunter? Yeah. Look up again, young Tab Hunter. Tab Hunter. Tab Hunter from the 50s. Rob. Naked. Dead Rob. handsome. Heartthrob, wouldn't you say? 50s heartthrob? Of course he was a yeah, heartthrob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jim, it is back to prime time for President Trump tonight. It's another round of The Apprentice, but it's for the Supreme Court. He's supposed to reveal his latest pick. He's reserved time on all the networks at 9 p.m., mm. And will nominate, well, there are four people in the running. Right. He says he doesn't know yet, but he will. It's it's almost th- 4 o'clock. I don't know when he's going to tell He'll somebody. He'll try to make up his mind, is he? Uh, yeah. They pick uh, it out of a hat? I don't know. His ass hat? Out of his ass. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Pull it out of his ass. Stop it. Uh, it turns out there are four people, three men and a woman. They're all on the younger side. This is his second pick, as you know. Yeah. He wants him to last... Four decades. Forty years. Yeah. If they're in their 40s, that would make sense. They sure. last till their 80s. You know how that works. Uh, and the Dems are bracing for what to do with this nomination. Is Merrick Garland on the list? He's not. Oh. Nope. Uh, I told you, this no. Democratic Party, remember, I'm NPA. I'm not part of that party anymore. Been, mm. And uh, I, same old, same old with the Democratic Party. They don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know how to fight the nomination. Whether they, they can't. Go this they, way or that way. The numbers way. are against them. There's now no there's a new breed of uh, Democrats coming in that, you know, we're taking is... on the on Nancy Pelosi. And it's just going to be, they're going to get in such disarray. Mm. You watch what happens in the midterms. This is why I don't think, I never thought there was going to be this blue wave. People uh, were like, uh, just accepting it. I'm like, ah. I thought, no, there, I I thought there would be. I don't think that's going to happen now. Oh, I do. Oh, I think you're way underestimating. Nope. 
I think they keep waiting for a hero to show up. I think they're going to do that. We need your support. We need you out there. We need you to put pressure on on Congress to approve this particular Supreme Court justice, blah, 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 blah. He's going to move him to the polls again. I guess Barack Obama could run a third time, right? (laughs) After he sat out once, yes. Plus the economy. They think the growth rate rate of the economy will be 3%, which is pretty good growth. I don't know. I'm. I'm just not. I'm hoping for a blue wave. I'm not as sure as I was. Three percent growth is three percent growth is good. Growth is so good that we laughed when Trump said he predicted it. <laughs> it's like a lot of people say that's not going to happen. We're well on our way to three percent growth. Yeah. Now you can argue, well, you know, wages have not increased, but. Mm. Yep. Oh, by the way, Jack, uh, I'd like to talk about my pay mm-hmm. rate. Yeah. Did you get a 3% raise? No. Oh, God. Mm. Okay. Starbucks customers, Jim, are getting a tall, non-fat latte with caramel drizzle, but if Starbucks gets its way, you won't be able to get it with a straw. Do it now. Starbucks is phasing out its use of plastic yeah, but straws. What, what was the beverage? A tall, non-fat latte with a caramel drizzle. Who's drinking a latte with a straw? Probably is my it? daughter. Yeah. Cold, <laughs> yeah, cold latte? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it turns That's out latte. That's like a chocolatini. Thank you. Starbucks is phasing out plastic straws by 2020. The company says the change will eliminate more than a billion plastic straws by the end of that year. To get rid of the straws, they're either going to use a lid with a little sippy area, or um, they're going to use paper straws. I use metal straws. I hate paper straws. What are metal straws? Metal straws. You can buy them and you know I don't know. You Reusable. move them from cup to yeah. cup. Oh. Yeah, he loves those lead ones. Dishwasher uh, safe. <laughs> oh, lead. No, lead. I don't think Classic. that's right. No. Yeah. Eight of the twelve. I mean, bo- listen to him. Why wouldn't it be lead? All right. <laughs> hey, oh boy. Eight of the twelve boys <laughs> who've been trapped in a flooded cave system for several weeks now are safe. Eight of the twelve are out, and they're in a hospital recuperating. Can't watch it. it gives me claustrophobia. <laughs> oh, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, so, okay. Yesterday, I get it. I'm happy for them. I hope you succeed. But uh, yesterday, four kids came out in my life without worrying about them. Yesterday, four kids came out. Today, four more kids came out. There are still four kids in there, plus the coach in the cave. Still, they're hoping they can get. I mean, time is of the essence because it's raining like crazy. They call it monsoon season there, and they mean it. The water is supposed to rise, no. so they are hoping to, rem- to rescue the remaining five people: four kids and the and the coach. Coach is only twenty five. I mean, he's yeah. a kid too. Uh, it may take two trips, so they're not sure everybody will get out on the next go round because it takes them four hours to get in and then five hours to come out. More and, power oh, to them. Yes, and yeah. Le- yeah, so God tonight when we're sleeping is when they'll be doing the third And you wake up in the morning and you'll know how many are yeah. on the way. Can you imagine? I just can't. Oh, no, no, no. no. But no, now you've seen the cross-section. I have. You've seen the cross-section of this mm. route. But just imagine, without the water, they were doing that you know, He's after they were walking and making that climb. Now, I realized at one point when the rain started coming in, then it forced them to keep going deeper in. But that was kind of, it's like risky. All right. Stay out of caves, kids. All right. It turns. Well, I mean, out. yeah, but I mean, the water's rising. And they only hit one direction to go to higher, right. to higher ground. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. But still, that was quite a climb, even without the water. I want to see what are the, the 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 helmets that they're using because they're not put, they're not putting regulators in their mouth. Correct. They've yeah, got it's a full, full face. Oh yeah. yeah, like that bubble head. Yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a but yeah, it's a bubble head. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a sponge. Diver. No, 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 no. But it's close. I mean, it's a bubble head. Yeah, but it's not a sponge diver. 
Now, it's a mask. A sponge divers like yeah. this. Right. Right? Oh, Big not brush. Yeah. No, Th- no. This mask sits Big, on your face. Bonk. You could then wear a helmet or something. But they don't have to use a, 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 right. regulator. a regulator. Right. Uh, Which is yeah. good because that's They not only else don't know you... how to dive, but they can't even swim. You think they say, cl- just keep your eyes closed. We'll no. get you through there. Well, they may say that, but I can't imagine the kids would. These kids it's have... like being on a ladder. Uh, don't, like, look don't, look down, down. don't look down. Don't look down. Don't look down, okay? Yeah. You'll be fine. Just close your eyes. We're going to get you through there. And uh, Now, originally, they said uh, that this kind of rescue was the last resort because these kids just learned about water and swimming and diving in the last couple of days. What's this? It's water. No. It's well, wet. they learned about swimming and going under. One of the rescue divers uh, said oh, this is the scary. equivalent of getting to them was the equivalent of climbing Mount Everest uh-huh. and getting them out of there is even harder. Oof. That's well, insane. good for them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because oh, you can't them. you can't take a helicopter con- up there. No, seventeen countries are participating. Eighteen countries, something like that. There's a lot of people helping out, using expertise from around the world, and everybody's pitched in to get these kids out. And you, sir, are not that interested. No, I'm interested. I'm just not interested in watching it on TV because oh, there's, not, there's nothing to watch. Break away. I can't even break away. Well, there's not like, hey, let's go. There's not Anderson Cooper. Let's go underwater no, no. and follow the rescue divers as they reach these kids and bring them out. Right. No, there's not. But they no, do. What do you see? You see an ambulance and a helicopter. No. Well, they show some video. And they. I agree because they keep replaying the same, same video, video over and over. Yeah. But they show like the actual conditions of what well, they're well, trekking through. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I find it interesting. And I'm oh, holding, you're sitting there hour after hour after hour. Holding my breath, waiting for these kids to come out. Eh, better Act, watch World Cup. Actor uh-huh. Tab Hunter, <sighs> Oliver Sholem, he is dead at the age of 86. He was the heartthrob in the 50s who was in the movie Damn Yankees. Uh, he was in that uh, back then. He what passed else? away last night. Is he in those Gidget movies, the early uh, ones? I don't know. The pre-Pranky Avalon type May, movies? I don't know. Blonde, good looking? He's handsome, oh, no yeah. question. Um, it turns out his partner confirmed his death. Oh, he's been out forever. He has? Oh. He suffered a blood clot in his leg, which caused him to go into cardiac arrest. Here's the answer. Get up and walk around. Oh, he's probably dead before he hit the ground. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was also not just an actor and a handsome devil, but he was an accomplished singer, producer, and author. And you're right. He was very vocal about his sexuality after he revealed he was gay Back in the early 2000s. Who came out first, him or Richard Chamberlain? Mm. Richard Chamberlain's gay. Stop it. Yes, uh, yes, it? Dr. Kildare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. You didn't know that? No. I also haven't been on a date with him. I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, Richard t- Chamberlain. Tab Hunter was... Okay. Yeah, he was totally gay, yeah. Richard... Uh, Dr. Kildare. Yeah, I said Dr. Kildare. I just said that. Points. And the Thornbirds, right? And he was the one with the Thornbirds. He was yeah. the priest, right? He was the, yes, he was the priest. Mm-hmm. He was also with in that uh, Shogun, uh, what was it, on, yeah, on that, TV, the miniseries. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. He was in all those miniseries type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was big in the miniseries, yeah. He was a handsome devil, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much. I mean, so. still is. I, I, I mean, he was. Is he alive? I don't know. Yes. Oh. Justin Bieber uh-huh. is reportedly, I know you think he's handsome as well. Justin Not Bieber. Really. Not well, my type. For a youngster. He is reportedly engaged. Like a little bit more meat on their bones. He's betrothed. He has a fiance. 
The Beebs? TMC is reporting that Beebs proposed over the weekend in the Bahamas. To Richard to... Chamberlain. No. <laughs> no. That's a surprise hunter? move. The Beebs is 24 years old, almost 25. He proposed to 21-year-old model Haley Baldwin in the Bahamas over Ooh. the weekend. They briefly dated a couple years ago. They rekindled things last month. Selena Gomez, just so you know, is heartbroken. Team Jelena for life. Oh, Hey, Jim, we, if we have any Cub reporters in the Seminole County area, the text row mobile 77031. What's happening? Getting reports, an active crime scene in Uh-oh. Longwood at 434 near the church in the Sunrail Station. They've blocked off the surrounding streets. Mm. Police have guns drawn. Jeez. Yeah, mm. and we're in office across the street. Where's, oh, the, where's so. the Sunrail Station in... Ronald it's Reagan, of... right? It's just oh, okay, north of 434 okay, on Ronald gotcha, Reagan. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, mm-hmm. So that, that section, there's a church Over there. Over near where you live. Yes, sir, about a not mile and a half far, away. Right? It's not on that side of 1792. It's on... Correct. It's 1.5 yeah. miles. Yeah, it's on the east side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the nicer side. Disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein is out on bail today after pleading not guilty to new sex crime charges. After entering this plea, uh, his defense attorney said he's got proof that will clear the once powerful filmmaker... This is now a third woman accusing Harvey of predatory sexual assault and a forcible sex act back in 06. It's a pig. This is the first new stuff filed against Harvey since his arrest on rape and other charges in May. And he continues to repeatedly deny any wrongdoing. Uh, although if he is found guilty of any of this, he could be looking at a life behind bars. A guitar that was used by Tom Petty. Uh, is the late Tom Petty is now up for auction. Oh. I know. He played this cherry 1965 Gibson SG during the Heartbreaker stint on Bob Dylan's True guess. Confessions Tour in 87. Uh, okay, any go. idea what they think it'll go for? I have the opening bid. Okay. Uh, I will go, go first. Uh, work, work off me. Mm-hmm. $70,000. $125,000. i am going to say 90000 90, Jim, one fifty Points. Ooh. That's the starting bid. So I don't know what it'll end up at. Uh, they also have other Tom Petty stuff, including a brown felt hat yeah. that Petty wore on yeah. two videos with the traveling Wilburys and oh, all yeah. that. So it's it's for the next. I'd rather time. have that. It's I can wear a hat. I can't play the guitar. Yes. I like Tom Petty. Oh, he's gone. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Uh, a crew member is suing Johnny Depp this afternoon for allegedly punching him while they were filming a movie in L.A. The lawsuit was filed for the oh, incident. Uh, what? What do Johnny you mean? Depp. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I think he has Take an anger. Take your best shot, Johnny. It has an anger problem. TMZ <laughs> says that uh, Johnny Depp punched this location manager twice in the rib cage like, after he told him to wrap up a scene and then offered the man $100,000 to punch him back in the face. Yeah, so he didn't have to swim. Right. The Wait. lawsuit claims that Depp's breath reeked of alcohol and he continued a screaming rant until he was ultimately removed by bodyguards. So the location manager told him to wrap up a scene? Mm-hmm. Doesn't... Okay, so I guess and the director wasn't them, on set. I don't know. Or Johnny Depp was the director. Johnny Depp punches somebody up mm-hmm. oh, like a mosquito bite. And then says, I'll I'll give you $100,000 if you punch me in the face. Back. I don't even know Johnny Depp has $100,000. Isn't he in real yeah. bad tax financial trouble? Shape? Is there a tax it's, trouble? It's sad, man. He he has let himself go to the point of oh. extremes. I mean, there's no coming little, back from that. He's a little cuckoo Aaron, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But he's like, got what has he done lately? Mm-mm. Oh, he was in that movie. Um, no, there, he's oh, that not... Mad Hatter movie? No, no, no. Yeah, he keeps doing those pirate movies. I'm sorry, uh, that yeah. ship has sailed. No pun intended a long time ago. <laughs> well, Shia LaBeouf can come back. So can Johnny Depp. And, and, and your Lindsay and Lohan. Jim's girl, yeah. Yeah, there you go. No. Pay yes. up. On that. Now, hold on just oh, a minute. Oh, yeah, oh, pay up. 
Uh, just, now, just hold on a minute. Are you trying to tell me? Johnny Depp has more of a career than Lindsay Lohan will ever wise, have. Will ever have. Lindsay Lohan is a better actor than Johnny Depp. Not even. Oh, police. Not even his little pinky, Tim. She can't hold his little pinky. It's little Sigler. <laughs> just saying. She is on the road to redemption. Oh, all right. And redemption. we wish her well. That's true. I hope she recovers. Apparently, you haven't seen a lot of the vehicles uh, that no. she's been in nope, on done. the screen mm-hmm. in Europe. No. Highly regarded. Okay. Well received. Well reviewed. She's okay. well on her way to, to a an research. Academy uh, Award. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, I Real briefly, Elvis Costello. She's in great shape. She's opened up that club in Greece. You know, she's doing very well for herself. So just leave her alone. <laughs> Elvis Costello is canceling the remainder of his European summer tour after having surgery. He had a cancerous tumor. The 63, almost 64-year-old said in a statement. Mm. that he thought he'd be back to normal, but he needs more time to rest and recover. So we wish him well. And now we have birthdays, if you don't mind. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday today to Courtney Love. Uh, I'll pass. Mm. Courtney Love Ooh. is mm. fif- 51. Jackson. <sighs> 48. 54. On the dot. 54. Oh, sure. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Said passed. He I said passed. he passed. He, he passed. did the honorable thing. Oh, so that was me. I won. Come on. He did the honorable thing. He won. He let us go first. We failed. Happy, happy birthday today to Tom Hanks. Ah, I know who he is. Mm, you know this uh, too? Pass. All right, forget it. Uh, I'll pass. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm doing, well, what do you want me to do? No. Don't look at the birthdays. How about exactly. that? Exactly. option. There's another story that I was reading. Yeah, it whatever. was right there. No. <laughs> I couldn't Your stop. eyes are drawn to no, it. No, yeah, you really aren't. It's like the, your horoscope. Uh, you know, you, you read ticked off, and the horoscope is right no. over there. Say, hey, I think I'll check Sagittarius just for kicks and giggles. Zero willpower. Okay. How old is Tom Hanks? You go on to go first there, uh, Fritzy? Uh, yeah, he is uh, 58. Oh, no, no. 62. Yes. Ah! 62. Damn, Damn it. Okay. Yeah, see, he knew it. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. gave him a chance. He did it. Okay. There's a kabooya for the opportunity. I'm just, uh-huh. I'm just saying. Thank you Go for ahead. allowing me to play. It's going to be a great weekend. And finally, oh, I got a couple really good ones here. OJ. Jack. Orenthal. Ooh, OJ. Oh. Oh, yeah. How yeah, old the time is, I see him. I see OJ. 68. Oh. oh. Go 66. I OJ. think it might be 66. I see OJ. Oh, geez, what, I see him. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I, if it does not fit, I gotta go under. you must have quit. What do you got to do? Huh? I'm going to go 67. 67. All right. I will say 66. He doesn't know how to play. Does he know? Well, he boxed in gym instead of me. Uh, yeah. I don't know how this works. Well, how old is OJ? I know how old. Who's works. got 68? I do. He's 71. He's oh, 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 thank you. I'm a gun. Thank and you. that's happy, the lottie Don. Just Fritz. call me Moira. Stop drinking through, through those lead straws. Yeah, you hit your teeth. <laughs> oh, Take boy. a little break. Uh, we'll open up the lines. Fritz will pick one of you at random. Let all the lines blink, Fritz, before picking one. And you will play against Fritz in a bonus round of closest to the pinup coming next on Real Radio 104.1. Full of promise and hope and totally ignorant of reality. That's how a man's supposed to talk to a woman when he's being sexy. <laughs> Radio 104.1 from 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Bonus round of closest to the pin marks on the line. Mark will play against Mr. Fritz in this bonus round. Fritz filling in for Pinkman today. Casey, two times, two times, will be with us, I think, tomorrow and the next day. So, Mr. Fritz, why don't you go to the soundproof booth? No. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes. No handicap for Mr. Fritz. It doesn't work that way. It's even Steve. But he does have a great record, Jim. Yeah, how's he doing? Nine wins, two losses. All right, there we go. pretty good. Wow. All right, Mark, how are you today, Mark? Doing very well today, sir. How are you? Very well, thank you. I have 10 questions for you today, Mark, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Bring it on. Let's go. Here we go, buddy. Good luck to you. Countdown. Keep score for Mark. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Mark Singer, Elvis Costello has canceled tour dates to treat an aggressive form of cancer. How old is Costello? 78. The Abbott and Costello movie called Hold That Ghost was released in what year? 1953. The movie Ghostbusters was co-written and co-produced by actor, writer, comedian Harold Ramos. Ramos died in what year? 2016. Ramos appeared in how many movies with Bill Murray? Four. How tall is Bill Murray? Five foot eight inches. Bill Murray starred in the movie called Scrooged that was released in what year? 1989. Ebenezer Scrooge is the protagonist in A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. The book was first published in what year? 1892. Poor Bob Cratchit was paid how many shillings per week by Scrooge? Five. Speaking of Bob's, comedian Bob Hope died in 2003 at what age? 101. Get it within 500, you win outright. If Bob Hope was a crow in London, England, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Los Angeles where he died? 5,750 miles. Time. All right. Wow. Bring in Fritz. Here he comes. Okay. Got it. All right. Hold on. Shh. <laughs> a lid on everything. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Mo. Once again, what is uh, Fritz's record? It is nine, nine wins, two losses. Not too bad. Fritz, how are you? Excellent. Fritz, I have ten questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Can, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Does it, Fritz's record count when he goes up against Pinkman? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, just wondering. Uh, yeah, what kind of record do you have? Thank you. I it does. Know. Yeah, he gets credit for those wins. Absolutely. Yeah. You ready? Are you ready? Ready? Yes. I'm yeah. ready. Right, countdown for Fritz. In three, two, one, begin. Fritz singer Elvis Costello has canceled tour dates to treat an aggressive form of cancer. How old is Costello? 61. The Abbott and Costello movie called Hold That Ghost was released in what year? 1938. The movie Ghostbusters was co-written and co-produced by actor, writer, comedian Harold Ramos. Ramos died in what year? 2016. Ramos appeared in how many movies with Bill Murray? Four. How tall is Bill Murray? 6'2". Bill Murray starred in the movie called Scrooge that was released in what year? 1990. 
Ebenezer Scrooge is the protagonist in A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. The book was first published in what year? 1832. Poor Bob Cratchit was paid how many shillings per week by Scrooge? Two. Speaking of Bob's, comedian Bob Hope died in 2003 at what age? Oh, Bob Hope was 89. Get it within 500, you went outright. If Bob Hope was a crow in London, England, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Los Angeles where he died? Uh, carry the one. Let's see. Three, 4,200 miles. Time. Here we go. Let's take a look at the scores. Even with all that, pim, 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 I propose that he plays with a handicap, too. How mm. old is Elvis Costello, Mark said? 78. Fritz? 61. 63. Oh. The Abbott and Costello movie called Hold That Ghost, one of my favorites, by the way, <laughs> really? was released in what year, Mark said? 53. Uh, Fritz? 38. 1941. Fritz leads one? 2 to 0. Is that nope. the one with the line about the pants? Uh, pants? No, that was the one <laughs> with uh, Albert, Albert, Abbott and Costello meet Dracula. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah, if you see a pair of pants flying by, don't fold them. I'll be in them. Mm. <laughs> it's still a good line. It is a good line. The, <laughs> no, boy. The movie Ghostbusters was co-written and co-produced by actor, writer, comedian Harold Ramos. Ramos died in what year, Mark said? They both said 2016. 2014. Oh, they both get a point. Ramos appeared in how many movies with Bill Murray? Mark said. They both said four. Four right on the money. Oh, they both get two points this time. How tall is Bill Murray? Mark said. Five, eight. Fritz. Six, two. Right on the money. Six, two. Fritz, another two points. Fritz has five, seven, and Mark has three. Five to go. Bill Murray starred in the movie called Scrooge that was released in what year, Mark said? 89. That's a good one. And Fritz. 90. 88. Oh, you oh, went the wrong way. He gets a point there. Ebenezer Scrooge, of course, in A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. <clears throat> the book, really a novella, but let's not mm. get into technicalities. All right. It was first published in what year, Mark said? 1892. Fritz? 1832. 1843. Fritz not gets bad, another Fritz. point. Three nice. to go. Poor Bob Cratchit paid how many Aww. shillings per week by Scrooge? Mark said? Five. Fritz? Two. 15. Oh, Mark gets another point. And that was a 60-hour week, by the way. What? Overpaid, if you ask me, Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Are there no warehouses? Are there no prisons? Stop. Bah! Humbug! Speaking of Bob's, comedian uh-huh. Bob Hope died in 2003 at what age? Mark said. 101. Fritz. 89. Oh, so close. 100. Ah, oh, uh, Mark damn. gets that one. Jim, What's right the now, score? it is uh, Fritz has eight yeah. and Mark has six. The only way to uh, get this, uh, well, you can tie it up, I guess. I don't know. Well, maybe you can win outright. I don't know. Get it within 500, you win outright. Mm-hmm. If Bob Hope was a crow in London, England, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Los Angeles where he died? Mark said. 5,750. And Fritz said. 4,200. If Bob Hope were still alive and he was a crow... And flapped his wings in London. If he wanted to fly to Los Angeles, he would have to fly a total of 500, excuse me, 5,454 miles. The difference is 296. Mark wins outright. Nice. I was beaten by the best. Beaten by the crow question. What? Mm-hmm. You were kicking his ass, weren't you? It, yes, you were up 8 to 6, and he takes it from you on the crow oh, question. Oh, how does that feel? I was beaten by the best. You know, okay. that's what's so nice about Fritz. You know, yeah. he just says, you know, hey, that's the way you, you know, buddy. Him, and he would just, you know, he would pout, <laughs> you know, the rest of the yeah. afternoon would Wouldn't be. do his like, job. Exactly. Just sour. sit there with his arms crossed <laughs> yeah, across his chest. That makes my day better. What? Now I'm missing out on that. Oh.
Congratulations, Mark. Mark, you get that you got a business card. You will be guaranteed good fortune for the rest of your life. Thanks for playing closest to the pin a bonus round. Remember, close wow. only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Except Fritz. Pin, pin. We were talking about Elvis Costello in, yeah. in the office, and you, you said, how old is Elvis Costello? Mm-hmm. You said 63, I'm a 64, and you forgot. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was still close. You were. <laughs> I was yeah. off by two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, looking up. He's He was married three times. He dated uh, Kata Reardon from the Pogues. Like, I was more interested in that kind of stuff. He's a he's a vegetarian. Mm. That's what I was looking up. Was it Diana Krall? Is his Diana Krall, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Diana Krall. Who's his junior by like 30 years she's or something? She's 53 or 54, I think, Diana Kroll. Oh, she's that old, really? She hey, 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 no, hey, I mean, she hey, looked hey, great. Hey. She looked like she was in her 30s or 40s. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Jazz pianist, singer. Mm-hmm. I think she was in Orlando not too long ago. So Dr. Phillips Center. Just saying. Interesting. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. From... Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. That thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Yeah, if you're looking for some of those good Cajun boiled peanuts, uh, go see Chrissy. Uh, Chrissy, she's on Highway 50 out near uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. She'll treat you right. Really? And they were good. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Jim, we are still soliciting reports from the Phillips File Cub reporters out there in the field. Report of heavy police activity. Now helicopters are involved. Uh-oh. What's that deal? This is the area Longwood. on 434 between 1792 and Ronald Reagan Boulevard in that area Check there. The TV stations. Um, yeah, so I, I've been checking the news feeds and, and I have found no reports Zip. yet on, on our uh, local news feeds about what is happening in the area. But uh, people who are familiar with it say, like one person has a wife who has a business there. They said they told her she can't leave right now, and they're not allowing people in the area. Uh, Too busy trying to get reaction from Orlandoans on the Justin Bieber engagement. (laughs) (laughs) So if that is part of your normal trek home, you want to avoid that area um, because it's only going to add aggravation to your day. All right, so let's get on with it, shall we? Sure. All right, we had a lot happen over oh, since we've been together last. It, it's uh, uh, most recently, you know, in the state of world affairs, our relationship and our, I mean, the uh, United States and North Korea following the tr- uh, summit between Kim Jong-un and President Trump, a little follow-up with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo going to North Korea and talking about his meeting with Kim Jong-un, he said it was very productive. However, North Koreans said it was gangster-like. Mm-hmm. So here is uh, Pompeo talking about that assessment of their encounter. I am counting on Chairman Kim to be determined to follow through on the commitment that he made. Uh, and so if those requests were gangster-like, they are the, the world is a gangster because there was a unanimous decision at the U.N. Security Council about what needs to be achieved. The world is a gangster. Uh, what's concerning is the fact that it's kind of standard M.O. for North Korea to kind of, you know, say yeah. one thing and then drag nothing, their nothing feet. Nothing came out of the summit. Yeah. There was no agreement. There was nothing signed. There was nothing. There's and no ne- here's, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. 
Well, they got some pictures. This is all going to fail. The president will blame it on Mike Pompeo. He screwed it up, and uh, we'll be on a war footing. Nope. Guaranteed. Well, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. it's not good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Anybody really, now, anybody really believe that North Korea is going to give up its nuclear weapons? Yeah. Mm-mm. And you go in there, what, you, what, you give it you give it all away right from the get-go. Like, this is what we want right from the get-go. Instead of going in there and say, okay, let's try to get together. Let's meet again. Let's talk this out. I mean, that's what diplomacy is all about. He goes in there and he comes away from a meeting with absolutely nothing and says, that's it. We won. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a zero-sum game. You know, we win, they lose. It's binary. We win, they lose. And uh, and then we come to find out what they're still creating uh, nuclear weapon material and come on. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're safe. You know, we're no more no. safe than we were. You know, when he first went there. Well, Jim, they had a summit. There were a lot of announcements and sure. a lot of pictures. Uh, expect a lot of pictures and a big announcement this evening. As uh, President yeah. Trump plans to announce his pick for the Supreme Court, and that is supposed to happen during primetime television, at least on the East Coast, this evening. Yeah, thank you. This person will do a great job, but I'm, I'm very close to making a decision. Have not made it official yet, obviously. Have not made it final, but we're very close to making a decision. This is a dog and pony show. You know, I nominate somebody, then they go before the Senate Judiciary Committee, and it's blah, blah, blah. And then they, they'll try to, well, what do you think about Roe v. Wade and this and that, they'll whatever. They'll dance around it. They they'll dance say. around it, and, uh, and nobody will have enough nerve to say, you can answer this. You have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Well, you, know, what, you know, what's your opinion on uh, Citizens United? You got an opinion. You have a judicial opinion. Come on. Mm-hmm. Cough it up. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, uh, the thing, uh, just like herpes, just won't go away. It's the Kalu- Russia and Kalusia investigation, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's still ongoing, although you know it kind of comes and goes in the media focus, depending on right. what's happening around the world. However, it is still not uh, complete, and uh, so some of the uh, uh, surrogates for President Trump were out over the weekend, including Ruli Giuliani, Ugh. but also Alan Dershowitz, uh, <laughs> and he is now oh, wah, wah. talking about uh, President Trump and the powers of president, saying that you know, regardless of who he fires, you you can't or you're not allowed to question the motives. A president cannot be charged with obstruction of justice for merely exercising his power under Article Two. Saying so, he's allowed to do that, but the motive is unimportant. Alan Dershowitz, of course, the defense attorney professor at Harvard, uh, claimed uh, that he was being dissed mm-hmm. by people on Martha's Vineyard, no. where he owns a home, mm-hmm. and he was being uh, not invited to cocktail parties and this and that, and accused those people of engaging in McCarthyism, well, what he, which what? is hyperbole. Mm-hmm. To to say that you're being shunned from a cocktail party is not the same thing as having your life ruined, maybe to the point of committing suicide because you were under investigation by the by Congress for un-American activities. He ought to be ashamed of himself uh, to comparing his uh, not being invited to parties on Martha's Vineyard to McCarthyism. Wow, well, please. I mean, I mean, what he's saying is true, though, right? Under under that article, under that law, he what can't. A, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an expert in that arena. But I'm. But the fact is, 
And I'm glad, well, all right, so you, well, this happens in Some life. Presumptuous. You want to take a particular yeah. stance. Some people are going to say, you know, Martha's Vineyard is a bastion of liberals. Mm-hmm. It always has been. Yeah. And uh, and what do you think's going to happen? Coastal elite. When they see you on Fox all the time, or hear you on Fox or making statements, whether yeah. you're judi- judicially right or wrong, legally right or wrong, yeah. this is the way the world works. And they're going to say, well, yeah, we'd rather we not be around you. Be That's all. Here he is talking about the power of the presidency. If a president pardons, that's it. If a president fires, that's it. You can't go beyond the act and get into his motive or into his intent. He might be right. I don't know if he's right or wrong, but he can. St- the president can still be impeached because that's a political process. And you can impeach him for, you know, uh, you, you can impeach a ham sandwich if you want to. <laughs> hey, I'm sandwich for president. <laughs> Would it be worse? <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's All right, so let's might be a little on. smarter if you had a ham sandwich mm. in the Oval Office. Oh, there you go. Count it. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's that? Mm. What is that? Uh, GP whatever. What? What's that? Three point oh. What a. What do you call that? Gross domestic product. Yes. GDP. Yes. GDP. <laughs> I don't know if a ham sandwich can give us that. Oh, three percent growth. Keep America great again. Yeah. Twenty twenty. He's not giving it. You know, whatever. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right, like, like you know, like saying any president's responsible for for the way that the, the market, market is reacting. The number one, you can't judge the economy by the stock market. The stock market is not the economy. Number one, and this, when it comes to the stock market, it has to do with capital investment. Capital capital goes where capital is needed. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you, Paul All Krugman. Right. Oh, so when things get like this in the world of politics. It's uh you know us versus them attitude. Sometimes you just need a break for your own sanity, oh, yeah. and we turn to the one of the best all-time diversions since the beginning of man, and that is sports. Whether you play or watch, it's a great activity. Probably better for you if you play. Uh, someone not playing right now is Serena Williams, but she is talking about Wimbledon and the top seeds are losing, but how that's actually a good thing for tennis. A lot of the top players are losing, but they're losing the girls that are playing outstanding. So I I think, if anything, it shows me every moment that um, I can't underestimate any of these ladies. They are just going out there swinging and playing for broke. And uh, while in that sport, uh, you know, will we have a new Wimbledon champ? We will wait and see. What we do know is we do have a first-time ever champ of the Coke Zero Sugar 400 presented by Coca-Cola here in our own backyard, Daytona International Speedway. I give you Eric Jones. You know, there, this was step one of the ultimate goal. I mean, the ultimate goal, obviously, cup championship. And the first step in that is is winning a race. And then you win multiple races and hopefully contend for a championship at some point. First, oh, you got to get some twang back in first NASCAR. First ever win. Pretty, that's pretty uh, low key and measured for that's his first ever win. He knew he had confidence. Yeah. He and by the way, you uh, played tennis for a long time. Uh, what's yeah, the I tradition oh. for wearing white at Wimbledon? You have to wear white. That's correct. I, I don't know when they started it, but I think it had something to do with the royal. You know, the royals. I that think it? that was yeah, it was pure. That was they wanted pure tennis, and I thought I thought that was always it, but it still remains. They're not. They look. They look down their nose if you come in there with a a fancy outfit. And sometimes, you know, some American players, actually some others, you know, I mean, the Williams sisters, they often have very, very vibrant color. No, not there. Not allowed. Nope. 
I don't even think you can wear those undergarment, you know, the underpants that you see, the tennis under thing. You can't even well, do that. That wouldn't look good. Anyway. Very snooty. It, it's just tradition. Yeah, tradition. Tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And no black people at the Masters. It's just tradition. Oh, that's not nice. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean no black people at the Masters? Didn't that used to be the case? Or at women? At Augusta. Um, uh, you know, at the club. Yeah, well, it used to be at the club, no women yeah. allowed either. Yeah. I mean, no women That's members. tradition. Just like pirates. Well, Condoleezza Rice changed that. Yeah, you can't use the tradition to excuse bad behavior, Mo. Sorry. And if I want to wear... Well, you pink... can't use tradition to discriminate against people. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, That's we used to keep mad here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, Lincoln freed the slaves, but that doesn't mean we can't keep them out of here. <laughs> If I want to wear a pink dress at Wimbledon, I should be allowed to wear a pink dress. It harkens back really to the, not your color. It harkens back to the Victorian era when players a, wore white for propriety's sake, and it was blue. believed that white showed less sweat. So back then, they didn't want to show any, you know, personal oozing. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, just a tradition. No big deal. <laughs> because of that word again. What oozing? No tradition. Oh, there it is. Oozing. That's not a pleasant nah. word. Now, the rules have gotten tighter to squeeze out all those pesky players who might try to challenge this. Perspiration really ooze. I don't think perspiration it like comes really out, oozes. It oozes out of your pores. No, oozing is something that comes out of a boil or something. Yeah, after it's been lanced. Yeah. That's an ooze. Would it seep? Almost entirely white. It's more seeping than oozing. Don't think that wearing off-white or cream will work. It won't. It's got to be white-white. Mm. They can have non-white trim, but that is so it. So what's the penalty? Only on the neckline. Ejection, baby. Do you lose your match? Logos are out. Or bye is bye. it a monetary fine? The accessories, it's same thing. The cap, the headband, the bandana, the wristband, the socks, all of it white. Shoes, completely white. No colored soles even. And those undergarments that you see during play, match the white. That's it. No fooling around. Martina Navratilova got a raise. What do you mean? Because she's, I think she's was hired as a commentator for this and then discovered that John McEnroe was being paid like 40 times more than yeah. she was. Oh. So she, she made a stink. And if you need to you wrap your elbow in All medical right. tape, Jim, yeah. they say white if possible. They, they do not fool around there. Well, it's medical tape. No, right. you got to find white tape because no, that's, they're not using that's yellow. That's cross-approved. Sorry. Mm-mm. Nobody wants to put on yellow medical tape. No. Well, looks like it's been in there. You, like you got gangrene or I something. I don't know what hey, you got. That's no. one of my favorite parts when I donate blood. You never know what color bandage it are going to put no, on. No, yeah, no, sometimes no. it's purple. Right. I, I hope it matches my shirt, usually. Roger Federer got in trouble. The bottom of his shoes were orange. He got in trouble for that. All right, oh, come enough. on, lighten up. Jeez. I'm telling you, they're very strict. You don't have to play tennis if you don't want to. If you want to play tennis at Wimbledon, you got to follow the rules. You got, that rule, really? Yes. That strips creativity of the game, Jim. Not really. Now, creativity is the way you play, <laughs> Fritz. Yes. Some people get around it, Jim, by dyeing their hair bright yeah. colors. Whatever. Now, that's just, too far. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, come on. Just, Anna, just get out there and play tennis, will you? Creativity. Stop being so smart, Alec. They get creative in the way they grunt. Uh, oh, I hate huh? that. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not the weight room. <laughs> I guess you get a couple of miles an hour faster. I guess. Uh, 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 no, I, they, uh, don't, they don't do that. Uh, that sounds like Scott Maxwell. Uh, no, they don't do that. You sure? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that not allowed at Wimbledon? I don't think so. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> That's Scott Maxwell playing Disgusting. tennis. Disgusting. <laughs> well, Jim, there was a lot of screaming going on over the weekend. Weaves around Florentino. He gets it away to the far side to Brenna. 
Has some help. De Bruyne taking it himself to Belgium. Kevin De Bruyne, Belgium in charge. He's a great player. Couldn't consider him the best. Belgium playing their neighbor. Yeah, Yeah, right there. And this is happening tomorrow uh, afternoon. Uh Uh-huh. Leaves it there. Talisa moves it out. Big shot. Puts away. And it went in. Off the hands of Muslera. Incredible off the Griezmann shot. 61st minute. France is not much closer to the semifinal. And they are. So you have France versus Belgium in the first match of the semifinals. You like France in that one? Here's what we're going to do. Uh-oh. We'll uh, just, uh, the four of us, if you want in Fritz, mm-hmm. we'll just put them in a hat and each pick one. And I mean, they're all great teams. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's a Dollar. blind draw? Yeah. The blind draw, yeah. I can't, can't just we... tell you that can't... I'm rooting for England? No. Well, I might no. be rooting for England too, but that doesn't mean you get That's England. That's who you pull out and of the I hat. And I am rooting for England. So. Yeah. No. You pull out England, that's Somebody's fine. Somebody's got to root okay. for France. Yeah, that's Some, fine. Somebody's got to root. If you don't want to play, you don't have to play. I right. do want to play. They're the ones talking right. over me. I'm putting them in a hat. Because it's my segment. Oh, look oh, how that works. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know I've, I'm running out of time here, and I got two more clips All to right, play. All right, come on. you got plenty of time. Rakitic converts. Croatia on to the World Cup semifinal. There's Moira's team, Croatia, because she's from Croatia. No, have got I'm a not. good team. I well, I don't good know. Ba- good about a Russia, no medal for you. Oh, no medal. Mm-hmm. Got really... a gulag now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bad. However, Jim, Frank? this is where it comes. This is why I did my family genealogy uh-huh. to discover oh, that my my great grandfather was from Liverpool, mm-hmm. which means I should probably now root for Liverpool in the EPL. Oh boy, John Bold Bradshaw, my great grandfather. Yeah, forcing me to root for England. <laughs> Young with this one. England take the lead. Harry Maguire. The three Lions are roaring again. It's coming home. Yeah. It's coming home, Jim. Catchy little ditty, isn't it? Yeah. I like it. They played that for four hours on Saturday at the Uh. pub. (laughs) Jesus. You want me to pick for everybody? I got this. This is from from Amanda who's walking around in her uh, England kit today. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to draw. We have... Yeah, we have all four teams: mm-hmm. France, Belgium. By the way, I had to. I looked up to see where Belgium was on the map. It's next door to match. France. It's right next door. I mean, it's there. Yeah, that they Germany. have a border right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have England versus Croatia. All right, I'll pick for me. Okay, you're picking for you first. Yeah, I'll pick for me. Okay, this my eyes closed. I can't yeah, okay. look. I have. What do you have? Is what you glue them together? No. I have England. Oh, okay. you son of a gun. All right. Who's next? next? Who wants to be next? How do we know it says England on that paper? I'll be next. All right. Here's Mo. All right. Mo. Why is she next? Mo has France. I, I have France. Who wrote this game? We, oui, we, oui, Escargot. These are the two teams I wanted. Mr. Jack. All right. Jack what do I got? Has Croatia. Son of a bitch. Croatia. Got a good team. Yeah. And that means that Fritz has Belgium. There you go. Oh, well, Belgium's going to win. Right, there oh. you go. Good I'm enough. still rooting for England. I don't care about your silly England game. England sucks. 
Come home. Oh, I want to get you. All right, enough of that. Thank you. Oh. Ooh, it's coming home, Jim. So what? A dollar? We're each putting in a dollar. Uh, so no, winner... let's go a nickel. Yeah, let's go a dollar. All right. Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. Great player. Looks like Pinkman. A little bit. <laughs> the better looking. Well. Yeah, Harry Kane's better looking than Pinkman. I mean, Pinkman's not a bad looking guy, but Harry Kane's a lot. <laughs> Just saying. All right, fine. I got All right, good job, Jack. No okay, you got, well, we got room for your, for your other stuff. Hold uh, on to it. It's the Phillips good. File. What? Huh? We're good. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Excuse me. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A new report published on military mishaps has read Bullshook. In 2011 a fighter pilot grabbed a kin from his backpack when it exploded. It cost over $100,000 to fix. Insert joke about wings here. When a product doesn't sell, just wait. That's what one company is doing with transparent pants. Social media hates the look, again. But who doesn't want others to see your junk? The Miami Herald has reported several officers in North Bay Village were drinking on the job instead of patrolling in special high-water vehicles while Hurricane Irma made landfall. One officer was offered a beer but declined and reported the act. Jesus. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Orlando City defends their pitch and welcomes Toronto FC this Saturday. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. From... You are listening to The Phillips File. Let me tell you, I'm off that Twitter now, and it feels great. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. Got off Facebook a couple of months ago. I was never that into Facebook and Twitter. Mm. I just uh, decided over the weekend, I said, man, I'm spending too much time on Twitter. Saying if they're uh, getting likes for my tweets and then looking for arguments to get involved in, especially, you know, certainly when it comes to politics. You can use it just as a, a, like a news feed, a news source. You have to respond to people. Could you use it just as a news feed? Yeah, but if I'm going to use, you know, I know myself well enough. Yeah, no, oh, okay, you have to i got to say something, something about this. About this. Oh. And uh, yeah. I just got tiresome. Then I said, I am wasting. I'm spending too much time on this. Mm-hmm. I was reading the other day, and I'm putting the book aside to spend more time mm-hmm. on Twitter than I am reading. I go, this is not, this This has got to change, Jim. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not doing one of those, hey, I quit smoking, so you need to as well. Just whatever you want to do. That's your business. But as far as I'm concerned, it's like, eh, I don't want any part of this anymore. Just looking for that dopamine hit. Mm. Oh, they like me. Mm. Oh, they like me. They, they really like my like tweet. Me. You know, and I'm not changing anybody's mind by a tweet that I send out. Mm. You think? No. Mar-a-Lago, Jim, is higher, wants to hire a whole bunch of people, 78 people this year. Cooks, waiters, housekeepers, uh, all of it. But they... I guess they can't find any Americans at the salary they're offering, so they're going yeah, for foreign free in January. guest workers. That's well, that's right. They want somebody from October to May for the season. Yeah, well, they can't find Americans. Why? Because they don't pay well enough. Here are people who have to spend. I don't know what the what the uh, what the dues are at Mar-a-Lago, mm. so to speak. 
Oh, a lot. But uh, I dare say probably most of the people who are members of Mar-a-Lago are multi, 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 filthy rich millionaires, if not billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they can't pay a, de- a decent enough wage to get Americans in the in the, in As the kitchen? As waiters and waitresses? No. Mm-mm. What a bunch of chintzy-ass bastards. He's a chintz Are you kidding yeah, me? I think he is sort of a cheapskate. Here are people like, well, yeah, I'm worth, my net worth is uh, $800 million. My net worth is $250 million. I mean, you've got to be up in the stratosphere of wealth to be able to afford the dues, to become a member, to, 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 to be a member of Mar-a-Lago. And what, they're still paying? $11 an hour or 12 Wages that the only people that they can get in the kitchen are if people from the Philippines? Foreigners. They, want, they, ah. ha- they asked the Palm Beach Job Agency to approve... First, it was 60. Now it's up to 78 foreign you workers. Americans. You can find Americans to do a great job in the kitchen if you'll pay a decent wage. Mm. Yeah. It's the same thing. Uh, it's like, well, you know, all those uh, people taking American jobs. American jobs where? You're not going to find an American who's going to work in the groves. You're not going to find an American who right. picks uh, lettuce. Strawberry. You're yeah. not going to find an American working in a slaughterhouse. You're just not to. It's too dangerous. And they don't pay enough wage. They don't pay well enough. This is all about immigrants. Immigrants always take the lowest jobs pay-wise. It offers them an opportunity. Certainly, if they work hard enough, they believe it's an opportunity for them and certainly an opportunity for their kids. Mar-a-Lago. Are you kidding me? No, that's that's a big story in the... So you're delivering uh, glasses of iced tea to some guy who's worth of $600 million, and you're making how much per hour? $11 and something. Or maybe maybe they raised it a Come little. Come on now. I don't know. But they can't so find Americans. To, can, so they have to go out of, out of town. Yeah, you can't find Americans because you don't pay well enough. I would think that in Palm Beach you could find some... You know, nice young kids. It's the same or, thing with cruise ships. This is what happens. Oh, All you have to take, do is take a look around. I said, well, no, we're not paying we're not paying quote American wages. Are you kidding us? We'd never leave port if we had to pay American wages. <laughs> they get a lot we of We never get out, out of here. Out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you hire immigrant labor, mm-hmm. whether legally or illegally, and uh, pay these crap wages. Jeez, you almost think that they somebody just come along and pour iced tea into the laps of some of these people. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, you're telling me you're worth seven hundred fifty million dollars? You can't pay and, a living uh, wage. You can't exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right on you, right on you, Mister Fancy Pants, Mister Moneybags, <laughs> Fancy Pants, you know. Yeah, Mister. Yeah, here's your iced tea, Mister Moneybags. Yep, yeah, <laughs> right Mr. in your lap. What do you think about that? Take it. Something else. Oh, the Turkish. Turkey had an election. It was sort of a sham. But anyway, Turkey, you know, reelected this Erdogan guy who's a real creep. He appoints his son-in-law as his treasury and finance minister. Yeah, well, you know, maybe he went to Harvard or something. Uh, no, they said now they're saying it would have been funnier if he actually hired Jared Kushner. I'm going to push on this in the time I have re- left remaining at this uh, uh, radio uh, station and something uh, that came to my attention a few months ago. <clears throat> and this is uh, panic buttons for people who work in... Uh, Talk about low wages in uh, as part of house cleaning crews at hotels. Mm-hmm. I believe Las Vegas, I'm not quite sure, I'll have to double check this. I think Las Vegas has a rule or a law on the books that mandates hotels must equip their house cleaning crews with panic buttons because house cleaning crews, many of them uh, are poorly educated 
uh, don't speak uh, very good English, and are afraid of, deathly afraid of losing their job, so they don't report incidents of sexual harassment and improper sexual conduct on the part of guests and or their supervisors. And I believe it's Las Vegas. We can check on the Chicago. The city of Chicago is now clearing the way for a uh, for a law on the books mandating that if you're a hotel in Chicago, you must equip the house uh, cleaning crews, mm. housekeeping crews, yeah. with panic buttons. I Meaning if someone is uh, the subject of some kind of harassment by a, and they, they now estimate one in four persons engaged in this occupation have been or will be the subject of some kind of inappropriate behavior on the part of a guest, either saying something or opening the door in the nude, mm. you know, or making Ew. a pass, if yeah, not engaging yeah. in some kind of uh, uh, improper behavior, physical behavior. And many of these people employed in these jobs are reluctant to say anything mm-hmm. because they're afraid of losing their job. Right. And uh, so... Uh, Panic she- buttons. Yeah, and you immediately alert either your supervisor or someone in management that something inappropriate has happened, and they're supposed to take some kind of action. And the the reason I bring this up, of course, is because Central Florida Metro Orlando has a huge number of hotel and motel rooms. Right. And I wonder whether there's any hotel or motel organization uh, in this town that has enacted this on their own, or whether you brought this before the city council or the county commission here in Central Florida, whether anybody would be even willing to be talking about it. You know as well as I do. If members of uh, employees of uh, housekeeping crews in Las Vegas and Chicago are the victims of sexual harassment and some kind of uh, sexual inappropriateness, that it's happening here in Orlando. Yes, I would think. And I mentioned this to other people, and some I get a shame, you know, I don't know, you get a shrug. But I've heard of incidents as of late that have come to my attention about essentially women who have been the subject of this kind of behavior, and they're deathly afraid of losing their jobs or saying anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're struggling. They might be a single parent with uh, children. Uh, their uh, they communication skills in English are yeah. not uh, not very good. Maybe in some cases they're undocumented. I don't know, Mo. But uh, maybe it's about time that uh, we raise the attention of someone in the tourist industry. What about that? Why don't we have panic buttons? Why don't we mandate that among people who are the subject of of this kind of misbehavior? Would it be something they wore us on from their... Las Vegas or Chicago? Something they wore on their person? Yeah, it's oh. something that they wear, and they just press that button, and uh, boom, it immediately alerts management. And management, according to the laws, you're supposed to immediately respond as soon as they can. So go to room 402 and yeah, see what's exactly. going on with Mr. Creepy Pants. And I think in some cases, I mean, the yeah. hotels have adopted the attitude, if they're going to call, we're, we're booting you out. Oh, if you get called for answering the door with your dingle dangle showing? Yeah. Oh, we'll stop that. You know, or touch somebody. And in some cases, this is uh, this kind of activity. It's not just the, uh, not just the, the guests. Uh-huh. It's uh, male supervisors of housekeeping crews who use their position of power right. to abuse women who have uh, no power no power whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Let's keep a little bit of a watch on this and maybe press the point a little bit. I don't know whether there's a union that represents 
these women. But you take uh, you take uh, people on Highway 192 or at the lower end of the you know scale when it comes oh, yes. to motels and hotels. Yeah, you think they have any power at all? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Squatting against your back tire. Hey, what do you do? Oh, my. Real Radio 104.1. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. That's right, Michael's here. Doug is uh, working, so he won't be showing up for Monday Movie Review. I missed last, I uh, wasn't here, I was on vacation for last mm. Monday. What movies did you uh, review? Uh, remember? Doug reviewed um, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? And, oh, okay. Yeah, and, the documentary uh-huh. on, uh, what's his line? And what did I review? The movie that I liked. Uh, Jurassic World. Oh, yeah? What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't like it? Oh, I gave it. Is uh, it getting tiresome? I gave it two. It's the same exact premise every time. Some people want the dinosaurs because they love them. Some people want to protect them now that they're here, and other people want to use them for nefarious reasons, and nobody can agree. Same exact scenario every single time out of the gate. You cannot recreate the awe of seeing that level of CGI for the first time in the original Correct, Steven Spielberg production yeah, film. Well, I, Give it up. Michael, uh, Michael gave it you you got to turn your mic on. Mom. Sorry, sorry. Two to triangles, that's it. Two. Yeah. Well, it's a stinker. Ho-hum. It is, Jack yeah. gave it two and a half um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, blue Jaws peanuts. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, blue peanuts. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've decided Jack is the What did Doug think about now. the uh, <laughs> the documentary <laughs> on the Mr. Rogers? He highly recommended Four it. Four triangles. Four. That it was very emotional to watch. It was uh, illuminating, even if you think you know everything about him, and he gave it four. Yeah. He went to Rollins, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. And I will tell you, I've been to the theater four times to see it and couldn't get Can't in. Can't get in? He, no kidding. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I check at home, you know, to make sure there's seats available still, because I'm going on my pass, mm-hmm. which you can't make a reservation with. And then by the time I get there, it's sold out. Damn even it. going an hour early, sold out. Mm-hmm. Every time. I'll try that. The truffle fries there are very good, but that pizza that they have is you, excellent. You that marguerite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That marguerite? I Wait, are we it. talking about yeah, the engine? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I well, believe they uh, added Mr. Rogers. I think it's in a little wider release now. Yeah, I think now it's, it's in, in regular theaters, too. Yeah. Not just the fancy ones. Irregular one. ones. Not just yeah, the fancy ones. Well, it's about time. Yeah. I saw a documentary to review this week that What's was that? in wide release, which rarely happens. On TV, or you saw it at the theater? At the theater. Yeah, what did you see? Just today. Whitney. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Oh, did you? Yes. I wanted to see that. Yeah. What did you think? Um, that cotton gin. I mean, that I think, made no, such No, not that. That's Eli Whitney. The, yeah, yeah, close. Uh, you're, no, you're thinking what? of the wrong Whitney. No, I went to see, this is a documentary about the woman who employed Hazel. What? Whitney Blake. No, right? different Whitney. Whitney. Oh, Jim, but we're in the about movie Whitney they tell tell you that that's where the mother sissy got the name. Really, from the she Hazel was a fan TV of Hazel, show? and Whitney Blake was the white homeowner who hi, who employed Hazel. That's where she got the. That name. was a pretty good program for its time. Remember? It, it was, was very well, good, yeah. very funny. Hazel I love Shirley, Shirley Booth, Booth. Is Shirley hoot. Booth, right? Yes. She was a hoot, Mr. B. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mr. (laughs) B. The sunshine girl. So Whitney. Yeah, Whitney. Whitney. Um, They they had... No, no. It's it's, it's damn good. Is it? It's um, it's, uh, it's intriguing. It's um, It's a sad story, isn't it? It's not done in any way to sensationalize because it's not necessary to sensationalize it. Sensationalize it. It just is what it is. But I have to tell you this. They had so much footage in there. So much never-before-seen footage that clearly is from people's home 
movies, their home oh, no videos kidding. and whatnot that do not show her or family members in a good light. That at the end, you're left to conclude that there are only two ways they got this stuff. Either these leeches and hangers-on are yeah. still anxious to make a buck after her death, right. or they are so concerned with getting the message out about how debilitating drugs can be and the long-lasting uh, effects mm. of child abuse that they gave it over. I mean, one way or the other, that's the only two reasons I can think of why how they even come to have this footage. Such a sad story. I mean, mm. some, I mean yeah. gorgeous voice, I mean, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all say, "Oh, man, she's yeah. got I mean, I mean, she's got the, she world, the world by the yeah. by the whatever." And like anybody else, you know, you never know the struggles that people have. And in her case, we were way off, I suppose. Exactly, and 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 the point is made in very, um, very, in a, in a very matter of fact and understandable way that that childhood baggage follows you your entire mm-hmm. life if That's you don't true, manage to get over it. That's true. Mm-hmm. And they bring into play things that happened to her as a child that she then almost, to a, to a certain extent, revisits some on her own uh, daughter, who in the end, they say, no hated kidding. her and wanted to kill her. Really? Yeah. I mean, this gets in. And the, the beauty of this film is that they're not showing still photographs while a narrator tells you this is what was heard or this mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. some source said. They're showing you actual footage of her behaving i mean they have so much footage of her and bobby brown just totally out of their minds behind the scenes oh, hi, just kind of... whacked out wackadoo stuff that just oh. incriminating stuff like about what? family I mean, members. what were they i mean were arguments to, or just huh? uh, or, or behavior or what was behavior argument? just just seeing and watching them they were fighting, and, fighting, fighting. And clearly they are out of their minds, you know, and and them making up for for all intents and purposes a zombie and pushing her out on stage. Are there interviews perform- with people or just essentially footage? I mean, does Bobby Brown sit down and... He does. They all do. They are all looking right into the camera and giving um, huh. their take on things specifically for this documentary. And then some of it, they just immediately refute with actual footage that whoever so, they so got it from, the I don't they're know. They're lying through their teeth, or they're just trying Man, to protect themselves, or a mixture of both. A lot of it, a lot of it, uh, denial. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you have one person insisting she had an absolutely uh, idyllic upbringing, and that there it I is. Know, okay. I got it. I got it. I we got it. It's all right. There was not being dramatic. I, 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 no, I, I know I'm you sorry. weren't doing that for dramatic. I'm sorry. That was so I, natural. I, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can understand, but yeah. good yeah. for you. So, it's is a, her daughter alive, or did her daughter she die? She killed herself no, the in same a tub way. as well. Same deal that the mother died. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten about that. And then yeah. there was a boyfriend. Although she, did, she didn't die until she didn't. She was found in the tub also and it overdosed. Was weeks and weeks and weeks before they let her go. It was six months later before yes. she actually died. But yes, yes, yes. That's right. Yeah. But it was they both ruled an overdose. Yes. Uh-huh. And yeah. wasn't the boyfriend somehow suspicious in that whole thing? Uh, they don't. Did they mention that? To no. that, no. Oh. It's, it's really about Whitney. Whitney, not yeah. Bobby Christina. Right. Mm-hmm. Although, although her neglect of Bobby Christina is is well documented in 
They do interview Bobby Brown, though, the husband, ex-husband, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he, he shuts, shuts down the minute they want to talk about the drugs. And he's like, that had nothing to do with their life. And the oh. commentator is like, um, it, everything it, to it do makes with it. up the did. latter portion of her life. How can we talk about it if we don't talk about yeah. the drug? I don't know. No, that had nothing to do with her. That, yeah, yeah. But because yeah, he brought all that craziness he into her life her, yeah. but the the thing is there I are people his like deal was i mean you know was he a, essentially a one-hit wonder would that be uh, correct jack he had like three yeah he, and he, then he, and then they make the case that when the movie came out with kevin costner the yeah, bodyguard right she skyrocketed to oh, stardom. Yes. I, I mean from from being she already had number one hits and everything but this sent her over the moon and that he realized there was no way he was ever going to catch up or so match he her. Power over so he went into abusive mode and yeah, yeah craziness and whatnot but there's these charges that she was that she robbed her daughter of of a, a childhood because she insisted on having her on the road with her and she mm. dragged her all over the world to everything and she was grew up backstage among druggies and roadies yeah, and you know right. And never had a childhood, but then they, at the end, they bear out why that it, there's like a really good reason she did that because of her own childhood and mm. and being left behind and gotcha. stuff that happened to her. And yeah, well, how many pink triangles for uh, for Whitney? I would say four rock solid. Really? Yeah, it's Triangles. really good, and I'm so glad it's in wide release and not a Mister Rogers type thing. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, really let's take good. a little break. You got some trivia, you got something I we do. can do. Yeah. And we'll find out what you're up to as well. It's the Phillips right. File Monday Movie Review on Real Radio 104.1. Back to the Monday Movie Review uh, with Michael, and he has reviewed the documentary. Whitney gave it four pink triangles, but you wanted to say something else about this documentary. Oh, no, I didn't want to say that to the... I don't want to say it anyway. I mean, if it's true, what she dies in the end? No, no. That that the reason. Spoiler. She was she was highly criticized for dragging her daughter all over the world with her and Uh and having her grow up backstage in arenas. But it turns out the reason is that her own mother Sissy was on the road so much she left her children, uh, Whitney and her two brothers, alone with other people all the time, and she never told her mother. But she was molested over a course of many years. Uh, by a female aunt, the, the sister of Dionne Warwick, Dee Dee Warwick. And, so and she never told she anyone, up, and yeah. so she wouldn't leave her own child behind with gotcha. anyone for mm. fear that that was going to happen. It's really, a, I, I'm telling you, it's a good piece, and it, it deals with some stuff you, you haven't heard before, and like I right. said, tons of never-before-seen what do you think about that baggage? And everybody's got some kind of baggage yeah, that they've been through their childhood. Right. There's no, I yeah. don't think there's any question about that. I mean, to what degree, we don't know. Some right. people a little, some people a lot, something well, that, in between. Well, that's what they're talking about, this whole thing at the border right now with the separation of kids from Where are those parents, babies? They're saying. Yeah. Where are yeah. the babies? And can you imagine? I no. mean, you're an you're administrative immigration judge and you're sitting there. I can't be a, any. And, and, mm-hmm. and a... And a toddlers brought in mm-hmm. they're supposed to defend themselves what are they supposed <laughs> and, to do mm-hmm. and these judges say what you know we what, what are we doing here i mean yesterday a one-year-old with a bottle standing there in front of the judge yeah no they one don't remember them. their mother so, their, yeah oh, it upsets America. me if i think about it too much yeah. it upsets me. well it's just anyway news is an acronym an uh, acronym. acronym news is an acronym for new experiences with with sound 
Oh, <laughs> northeast, west, south. That's what I always thought. It says noteworthy It events. does mean northeast, west, south. Does no, it, it does it not. It most certainly does. Well, because the texting uh, service has a better no, answer. Noteworthy my events, Stop looking weather, at the texting and sports. Service. Mm. Oh, my texting service. Yeah. See ya. Well, I mean, for an answer, that's just not right. Well, Jim, we oh, also gave him a ten-minute head start well, on that's it. That's true. <laughs> All right, what else yeah. you got, Michael, before we find out what you're up to? Well, in 2012, uh, yeah. who was declared the fastest man alive? Moira Phillips. Moira. Usain Bolt. Bolt. You are correct. Mm. Which city hosted the 2004 Summer Olympic Games? Jack. Oh, 2004 Summer? Beijing. You are correct. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember them hitting those drums in the opening ceremony. That was an awesome we're going, oh, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, here they come. <laughs> yeah, what was the name go. of the darling little teacup in Beauty and the Beast? Moira. Uh, Chip. Chip. Chip is correct. Ah! Amy Winehouse won a Song of the Year yeah. at the Grammy Awards in 2008 for which Moira. recording? Uh, rehab. You are correct. Um, and uh, how many... Um, oh, damn. I wanted to what? do the... Um, who said... Um, <laughs> shoot. Uh, come on, Michael. Who said, who said it's like anything else? It's like uh, plowing a field or, or uh, racing a car or da-da-da-da. I beat people up for a living. I beat people up for a it's living. Like anything Jim, else. Jim, that huh? was, uh, well, that was Mike Tyson. No, sir. Fritz. Jake LaMotta. No, sir. Fritz? Uh, uh, Andre the Giant. No, Moira, no. you got it. You got uh, it. Moira. Come on, Mo. Yeah, I do. It was Muhammad Ali. You are correct. Ah! And with that, we'll end this. Points. Very good. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, of course, tomorrow, Douglas will be back, and we'll be doing our trivia at the Parliament House. It okay. was been real busy the last couple of weeks. Lots of fun. Mm. Um, and uh, I just launched a new project. I just was secured the rights for um, a play called uh, Gross Indecency, The Three Trials of Oscar Wilde. Oh, my. And um, I'm going to play Oscar Wilde. And um, I've hired a director. I think you might and be very good in that nice. the role. I think so, too. Kind of have mm-hmm. the, you know, kind of the same. I think what you are share you saying a little bit. exactly? <laughs> I, could see a, I think he might be a backhanded compliment. I'm not sure. What I'm saying is, you have a little bit of that that Oscar Wilde attitude. Mm-hmm. He does. I I, I believe. Essentially, I've watched a lot about him and read a lot about him. I think so. About yeah. what people yeah. have to say. Oh, just, well, that's gracious. Well, you, have, you have a certain uh, wit about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I take that as a major compliment. Well, um, I mean, it's quick, it's fast, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, leaves people in power. You know, like scratching their heads. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, it's really interesting because the... You didn't go on trial, though, for being gay, so you, at least you don't have to worry about that. No, but I have been... I've, I've been put on trial on Facebook for being a pervert. Oh, Jim dropped out of Facebook. Yeah. Twitter, drop out, uh, huh. Yeah, you should drop well, out. Yeah. I'm just... Because it hurts your it. feelings. Why go on it? It's silly. Mm-hmm. But anyway... You something to say. You gotta say something. Damn good play that was written in the 90s okay. and um, is uh, called from actual transcripts and writings mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, nine nine men in the in, in the play. It's going to be great, and um, we're, we're going to run the whole month of October. Very good. All right, Michael. Thank I, you very and much. And I need what? to correct myself. Two thousand and four Olympics were Athens, not Beijing. Oh, Why'd you say Beijing? Oh my God! You it's, said correct. The card says Beijing. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Summer Olympics wow. 2004. Oh, tainted and unclean. Mm. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for Monday movie review. All right. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Get a quick check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel.
an irate Walmart shopper who couldn't return an air rifle decided to shout rather loudly that we was going to come back and shoot up the store. Guess what? He was arrested. A soda tax in Seattle has raised so much money it actually raised more than what was expected by more than a million. Damn commies in Washington taking away liberties. What's next, cigarettes? A Tokyo convenience store is selling a bento box which is a popular portable lunch in Japan, for over $90 American. This thing is all huge and beautiful meats like Weijio hamburger steaks. There's also some rice. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And transmission. Yeah, if you're in the market for a new home, you need to pay for it. So you go to a lender, and there's a better place than the banks. It's We Are Not The Banks. Brad Siebert and his team, they work with you, take you through every step of the process to get you into your dream home. WeAreNotTheBanks.com is a direct lender. Their mortgage is made easy, and they have a certified home buyer program that will put you in the driver's seat, give you the advantage in a multiple offer situation and eliminate the doubt and help you close faster on that dream home. They can work with you regardless of credit. If you're military, they handle VA loans as well. Check them out online for all your mortgage needs. It's wearenotthebanks.com. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! How many calories in boiled peanuts? Because they had a boatload of them yesterday. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Rob and Dan as the backup. What's the prize? Uh, I have a pair of tickets to the advanced screening of Skyscraper starring Dwayne Johnson on mm. July 10th. So uh, that's tomorrow at AMC Altamont 18. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, you know, he's a very, very popular man. This write-up is very long. If you would like, I can read the entire thing, nah. Jack. Uh, no, don't. Okay. <laughs> it's really, really long. It really, really long. Hey, it's it's like uh, Die Hard with The Rock. Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's all you need to say about that. He's in China. This... All right. Mm. Let's get Dan on board. Hello, Dan. Hello. How are you doing? Oh. How you doing, bud? Ready to play? Good. I'm ready, sir. I'm ready. I have uh, a category uh, from a man named Michael who wanted to commemorate the Corvette's birthday which happened last week. Are you familiar with the Corvette automobile, Dan? I've heard about it. I've heard things. You heard things? You heard some things people are saying? Things about the yes. Corvette? Yes, sir. So this is uh, all about the Corvette. Questions about the Z designated of the, the Corvette, the letter Z. Not for nothing, but I think you can hear Jim's playing. Listen. I think we can hear him. I can't. Oh, I could hear him. So you can hear Jim playing music. Oh, so maybe the button's pressed in there. So yeah. Wait, where do you hear it, Mo? In your headphones? Yeah. Oh. You hear yeah. him bing, 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 He's bing, 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 bing. He's bling. Oh, oh, now he's strumming. Tell us, how does it sound, Mo? You can't hear it? No, no we cannot hear this. No. This is in your headphones, Mo. And guess what? None of the listeners can hear this right now either. Uh, oh, That's he's good. doing plink, 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 and then strum, and then plink, plink, right. plink, plink. Now, yeah. if you could focus on this, we're going to continue <laughs> with I'll the try, game. I'll try, but I'm just telling you, I can Thanks. hear him. 
All right, here. Here's the deal. Uh, Dan, getting back to you. Sorry for the interruption. This is all about the Chevrolet Corvette and the ZR1. It's the Z-designated high-performance Corvette. So just sit back, relax. Jim's going to hate this category as well, so don't worry. Uh, Moira's going to keep track of your answers. Mm -hmm. Blink, 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 blink. Here we go in three, two, one. The first ZR1 Corvette was built in 1970. How much horsepower did it have? 500. The next ZR1 appeared in 1990. The motor was built by Mercury Marine in collaboration with Lotus. How many valves did the motor have? 12. Z06 is another Corvette performance designation. The 2001 model year version had 385 horsepower. 2002 increased this number to what? 405. What? 405, he said. Got it. Z06, the Z6, made its first appearance in 1963 and ran until 1965. To the nearest hundred, how many Z6 Corvettes were produced in that time frame? 3,002. 212 miles per hour is the top speed for the 2019 model year ZR1 Corvette. How much horsepower does the $122,000 price tag get you? 800. Time. You did really well, Dan. Yeah, he really did. (laughs) Got to put you on hold, buddy. Holy crap. Got to record his stuff. Are you looking at the answers? Me? No. Yeah. How do you know he did really well? Because I know everything about the Corvette. No, he knows stuff, see? Came out in 1967. Have you ever been in one? Yeah. Okay. Twice. That's all I need to know. Moira was. I could uh, hear you plink, 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 plink. The fact that she could hear you play the guitar in there. We could not. I don't know. You had some push, so I could hear it in my head. Apparently, like a talk back button is depressed in there, and she was able to listen to your playing for the first time. Pretty good. You've made a lot of progress. Yeah. 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 So we couldn't, the listeners couldn't, only in Moira's headphones she could hear you play. It was pretty pretty impressive. Yet she still managed to record the answers of Dan. I kept looking and to see. And only had to say, what did he say one time? Once. He mm. mumbled. I didn't hear yeah. What's the category? But by the way, don't forget, uh, Rodney the Gator Hunter will I'd join see. us at 6. No uh, Stephen Kramer today. Yeah. Rodney's going to talk about the 14th Amendment to the Constitution and maybe the 15th as no, well. No, I don't think so. Talking about tomorrow, gator permits go on sale. Gator hunting permits go on sale. Jim. Mountain Dew. Yeah, what do you got? Mike Aguelo. He is a big fan of you in the file. He's going to miss you uh, Mm -hmm. through all the news, games, charity, and laughs. Uh, He's loved it all and wanted to contribute a category. Well, thank you, Mike. He also loves the Chevrolet Corvette. And yesterday was the Corvette's birthday uh, back in 1953. So he wrote a category about the high-performance Z uh, Z uh, series of Corvettes. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's my okay. favorite model. Is it? Well, yes. then you'll do well on this. Mm-hmm. It's all about the Z series. Is that the uh, Cleveland engine? We or? don't know. Just that. I don't know. Well, they're two different. Well, don't other- ruin it. Just saying. Is it? It's not Winchester. It's Cleveland. What's the other one? I can't remember. I know. But I think Cleveland's Corvette- the one I know. Like, what do you got in there? 351 Cleveland? Yeah, there are two different, I uh, believe, uh, engines. Windsor? And, uh, no, that's a tie. Prince's father would know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why he pretends to know all this yeah, stuff about Corvette. It's the Cleveland engine. What's the other one? Corvettes. Pittsburgh? Winchester. Pittsburgh sounds right. I don't know. 
It's not right. No, it's Cleveland or somebody will text us. Uh Here we go. Let's get to your category. Thanks to Michael for the category, Jim. It's all about the Chevy Corvette and the Z Series. Z Z. Oh, the Z Series. Yes, sir. I have no idea what that is. Ready to go? Well, just listen up. (laughs) Sure, okay. Here we go. Uh, In three, two, one. The first ZR1 Corvette was built in 1970. How much horsepower did it have? Uh, 275. The next ZR1 appeared in 1990. The motor was built by Mercury Marine in collaboration with Lotus. Mm-hmm. How many valves did the motor have? Uh, it had uh, 12. Z06, or the Z6, is another Corvette performance designation. Yeah. The 2001 model year version had 385 horsepower. Yeah. 2002 increased this number to what? Of uh, f- uh, f- 425. The Z6 made its first appearance in 1963. Yeah. And it ran until 1965. To the nearest hundred, how many Z6 Corvettes were produced in that time frame? Uh, 1,400. 212 miles per hour is at top speed for the 2019 model year ZR1 Corvette. How much horsepower does the hundred and twenty-two thousand dollar price tag get you? Four fifty. Okay. Ooh, very close on time. But Jim, yeah, I'm adding five seconds to your time. This is your handicap. Goodness, this is a cross you've been given to bear. You might as well add another thirty. What? Okay, so here's the deal. No, you're fine. I was right with Windsor. It's not just a tie knot, but Cleveland and Windsor. Are both Ford engines? Oh, see, <laughs> this is GM. So it would be three fifty for GM. A three fifty one would be three fifty one Cleveland. It's a Ford engine, so it wouldn't be the. Wait, Corvette. they're saying the Corvettes never had a uh, never had a Cleveland engine in it. I'm saying that's pretty much what everyone is saying. Yes, is that right? Yeah. Click and clack. What do they know? <laughs> but we do know that GM did use a Mercury Marine motor with lo- combined with Lotus. Yeah. Let's get to a gym you're playing against. Dan, thanks again to Michael for okay. all the years of listening and the category. Thank you, Michael. Today, uh, the ZR1 Corvette built in 1970. How much horsepower did that have? Dan said. 500. Jim. 275. 370. Oh. Jim is closer. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. less than 100. Uh-huh. And, yep. Yeah. Okay, Jim, you got a I'm, point. I'm going to get blistered, though. I can feel it. Well, let's wait. So that ZR1 that popped up in 1990, now yep. it was Mercury Marine and Lotus did a collaboration. How many valves in this motor? Dan said. <laughs> they both said 12. And the answer, 32. Yeah, 32 valves. Yeah, you'll each get a point. Jim, you That's lead 2-1. That's a lot of something. Uh-huh. That's a lot of valves. That's a lot of something is right. Uh, the Z6 is another Corvette performance designation. Back in 2001, it had 385 horsepower. Uh-huh. That sounds impressive. The next impressive. year, in 02, they increased the horsepower to what? Dan said. 405. Jim. 425. On the money. 405. Get no, out of here. Come Jim. on. Dan wow. out. Yeah, Dan's up three to two. Wow, Please. How many to go? Two to go? Yeah. Come that, on. That Z6, it made its first appearance back in 1963. Doesn't sound right. How many horsepower you got? Uh, 405. <laughs> Sounds like a highway in yeah, California. Like 425, 450, 400, 375. Now it's a 405. It's the 405. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Z6 uh, made its appearance in 1963 and had a two-year run. Yeah. How many Z6 Corvettes were produced in that time frame? Nah, too low. Dan said. 3,002. That's a good guess. Yeah, really. He was very specific. 3,002. Not 3,000. Yeah. Jim said 1,400. 
Yeah, the answer. This guy's got a weird thing. He's a 405, yeah. 3002. Mm-hmm. To the nearest 100, the answer, 200. Oh, that's Jim it. Jim a point. Jim ties it's the all game. evened up till we come to this last oh, one. Oh, oh. Jim. Here we go, Dan. Here's where we separate the men from the boys. A retirement gift for you. How would you like a 2019 ZR1 Corvette for $122,000? I'm going to put it on my company card. Okay, good. And get you this card. It goes 212 miles per hour. Wow. What's the horsepower of this 2019 ZR1 Corvette? Dan said. 800. Jesus. Jim. 450. This is for the win. Yeah. It's a tie game. I know. The answer? 755 horsepower. Dan wins the game. Good job, Dan. (laughs) I told you I was going to get blistered. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. So how many calories in boiled peanuts? Do we know? 150. Did you look? Mm-mm. Is anybody going to look here? We're just going to pull this out of her ass. No, we'll make it up. I'm on it. Mo's got to get off social media. Mo, you should give it up, too. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, Boy, it's a Z06, not a Z6. One cup is 573 calories. Get out of here. Oh, my word. No way. One, That's a cup, Jim. One cup shelled. Yep, 573. Uh, what about if you eat the shell? Calories? Yep. If you Jesus. eat the shell, let's see. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I don't have that at all, actually. Oh, I have... What do you have, Mo? I had more than two cups oh, of boiled peanuts maybe I yesterday. do. I didn't go to the one cup. I started out at the one ounce, and I was thinking, oh, a that's cup not... of... One cup shelled. In oh, other words, shelled, just, okay. Just the insides, not the shells, just the in- innards. Yeah, so if I took all the peanuts that I popped open... Yeah. Pageant style, by the way. Yeah. It might have been a cup. One cup shelled. Yeah, all right. That's 572. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Got some protein. Mm-hmm. Jim, people, and I, I know we uh, we talked about this at the top of the show. The news organizations, very late to this story, however, they're finally starting to catch on. What is it? Heavy law enforcement presence reported in Longwood yeah. uh, near Church Street and Ronald Reagan Boulevard, mm-hmm. where they have some of those roads closed. Yes. As, uh, I don't know, helicopters and, and, and police, and we're still looking for information on that, but they were not letting people leave businesses in the area Hostage. and not letting people drive through some people uh, one we had one texter say it looked like uh, or they said it was a hostage situation mm. but i go through the news feed and i guess there is a new thing as far as uh, the reporters and the the stations they are all, they're all posting pictures of uh, like animals and stuff instead of news come uh, on news people maybe the cops have, asked for an embargo or something uh, wesh is on the scene and um, all they're asking all, everybody what do they think of the Justin Bieber engagement. Uh, no, all that they're saying is stand by for more information from police. Yeah, stand by, stand by for news. Yeah, I neglected to mention to you that today is the July the day. July ninth, twenty eighteen, and today Come Monday, on, bring, the it 9th, bring it home, bring it home. It's something everybody likes. Can't go wrong with today. It is National Pudding Sugar Cookie Day. Okay, oh. yeah, I like sugar cookies. Drop yeah. the mic. Yeah. Nope. At Barnes okay. & Noble down uh, off oh, Bumby, yeah. I got a good sugar cookie. Well, there's that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it really can't go wrong with no, a good sugar, sugar cookie. No, sugar cookie. You can put a little Sometimes sprinkles. Sometimes a little bit too soft, but that's okay. I can live with it. Ooh. Yeah. I like it a little bit more crunchy. All right. What? Mm-hmm. Did you see that, too? A New Orleans family has a son's body displayed in front of a TV at a wake. Ew. At his wake. Yeah. Oh, well. Come on. 
used to be a time in this country they'd take photographs of children who had passed away. They'd pose them, you mm. know, in their frilly dresses or their nice little suits. He was and, 18, died two weeks ago. Oh. Losing him very young, weighs heavily on the family. They chose to have his body prepared for a Sunday afternoon's wake in the way that they want to remember him. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, uh, watching TV, sitting in a chair, video game controller in hand, surrounded by his favorite snacks and his beloved Boston Celtics on the TV. Speaking of Sunday and uh, TV, did you watch uh, CBS Sunday Morning yesterday? I did. Do you see that story on witness trees? Yes. No, what That's is fascinating. that? That is. What's a witness tree? The National Park Service, I'll give you a case in point, the National Park Service, Gettysburg, uh, the battlefield is a, is a national park under the supervision of the National Park Service. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, they uh, they had photographs, Matthew Brady, who was the great photographer of the Civil War, and they would take some of these photographs and they would compare them to certain parts of the battlefield. And they would find in a photograph of Matthew Brady from 1863, Maybe amongst all the you know, soldiers on the battlefield who had been killed, maybe a tree or a sapling. And they'd go back to the same area and see if that tree was still in existence. And it was just bigger. Yeah. yeah. And they're called witness trees. Because many of these trees took untold amount of bullets and artillery shells and cannonballs and all this stuff just to see if it, would, if it was still there. It's kind of... Mm. Well, it's it wasn't the, creepy. It was. I thought it was fascinating. Yeah, it's the only living thing from Correct. 155 years right. ago that survives. Mm-hmm. So you know, all the 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 people who battled at Gettysburg have are long gone. But the the, but the trees, the living witness trees, are still around the area. And some of them, it's like they don't even. They're not sure until you know something happens. It gets cut down. They had one cut down where then you can totally know the the age of a tree. But you could see the slug in it. From that battle, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a bullet in the tree, mm-hmm. and then they just, you know, so gave some incredible yeah. number. What was it? Five? They believe that five, what, five million bullets and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, and, and, uh, ammunition was, was exchanged yeah. because the battle of Gettysburg lasted three days, five million, you know, and then you go, well, if those trees could talk mm-hmm. and about what they witnessed. Over those three days. I thought it was fascinating. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. So you weren't the 10th caller and you didn't win the prize you wanted from your favorite radio station. Boo friggin' who. There's still a way for you to win. RealRadio.fm keyword contest. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. Phillips File for a Monday. No Stephen Kramer today. I think he's taking his kids to camp in Georgia someplace. Maybe. So, uh, but we mentioned during the news, Mo mentioned during the news that tomorrow they start issuing or you can apply for a gator hunting license, which is, uh, you know, you get uh, 200 something dollars. Yeah. You can kill two alligators. Well, you got gator hunters in in Florida. They've been doing this forever. They're good old boys and backwoods type guys. And, you know, they, they know their way around. You know, the Florida wildlife and the swamps and all that stuff. And uh, whether they have licenses or not. But then you get, uh, it seems to be the case every year, you get some of these, I don't know, call them yahoos, but out-of-towners. You know, maybe a deer hunter in Pennsylvania said, hey, let's go gator hunting. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know anything about alligators. But Rodney the gator hunter does. Rodney's been 
a fan of real radio for many, many, many years. Oh, and yes. anytime we have some questions about gators and gator hunting and all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. Rodney's quick to uh, to add his expertise. So let's get him on the line, see what we're going to do here. Rodney, how you doing? We haven't talked to you in a while. Jim, File, how are you? Not hey. We're doing all right. So what do we got going on here? For, uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, it'll make more than 13 issue, issue 1,300 gator hunting permits available on Tuesday. Now, how do you figure into this, if at all? Well, here's what they're adding another 1,300. Oh, okay. They already issued 2,500. Oh, now, my. Now, what are they determined? There are too many alligators out there? Or, or, yeah, or they've what? determined that. Man, I tell you, Jim, since this program has started in 1988, yeah. the alligator boom has just been crazy. Um, you know, the hatchling uh, survival rate is astronomical, so they've been doing really good. So it's a total success. Um, hunt, if you want to call it. So they've added another 1,300, which is, what, 2,600 harvested alligators? Yeah. Now, you know, in I mean... In addition to... Yeah, uh, you do. I, I mean, this is this your living? Is this what you do for... Or you, you've done it enough? You know what's going on with alligators. I, yeah, I've done... Honestly, Jim, this is all I've done in my life. You know, I'm a Florida boy, so right. it, you kind of grow up doing that. And it just... It, it, for me, it's, it's kind of a, a, a catch-22. For me, it's I love the aspect of the um, – what's the word I'm looking for? The the, the conservation end of it sure. and watching it be successful and being able to harvest it all at the same time. And I've eaten the wildlife. My gosh, it's been the staple of my diet since I was a young kid. So it works all the way around for me. So who are some of these people you see out there? I mean, am I am I exaggerating when I say, oh, my God, here we go. we got people who should never have been out there. They don't know what the hell they're doing, probably getting in the way of people like you who knew what you're doing. Bunch of yahoos. I mean, are they, are they a pain in the ass? Are there too many of them out there? Maybe none at all. I have no idea. Give me your, give me your observation, your expertise. Yeah, yeah, well, those guys are definitely out there, and, and, and I get those calls all the time. You wouldn't believe how many emails we get and how many calls we get of those guys wanting to do that. And I encourage them, and I direct them, and, you know, and most of those guys are successful. And if they just listen to, you know, um, the general direction that I give them. But right. there are those guys who just pull up, and, you know, they're from somewhere they've never seen an alligator, <laughs> and they just dump in a lake. And, man, that's, oh, that's boy. The, oh, God. what yeah. we call the recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, we and, just... and it often turns into something really bad. When is uh, we were having a discussion, a little bit of an argument in the office before the start of the program? When is alligator mating season? How long does it last? When does it start? When does it end? Well, alligator mating season usually start around May, and it'll go through uh, late May, June, uh, July, all the way up into August. Okay, oh, now. I thought it was earlier. Yes, okay. when when alligator season starts, actually in August twenty second. Actually, this year, some parts of August fifteenth we'll actually start seeing hatchlings by the hundreds. Oh. And it's confusing when you're an alligator because you shine your light out there, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, a week ago there was 10 alligators. Now there's 400 alligators. So <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> all you're seeing is eyeballs, and they're everywhere. Alligators will eat your, their young, will they not? Absolutely. The most alligators I've killed in one time is 13. Uh, and it was a 11-and-a-half-foot male that had eaten 12 small baby alligators the stomach was absolutely full and we actually released uh six of those 12 back into the wild oh my wait 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 hold on Rodney. hold on stop there right right all right so you see you so you killed this big bull alligator and you slid it open and there were live alligators inside 
there was 12 allig- baby alligators, oh. about six and a half, seven inches long. Do you jump back? I, well, what, what confused me is when, I, when we drug it in the boat, it took us about 20 minutes to get it in the boat. Um, I, I knew this wasn't, there was baby alligators all around this, and I knew this wasn't the mother because females rarely get over nine feet long, eight, nine feet long. Okay. If you kill a nine-foot female, that's a giant. That's like a 13-foot male. So uh, when we flipped it over, we taped it, and we drug it in the boat. I noticed its belly just moving, and me, man, I'm curious. I'm always the most curious person when I see something moving inside their stomach. Oh, God. And oh. sure enough, I made the decision, and we started pulling out baby alligators. What's the weirdest thing you pulled out of an alligator? I mean, will they eat anything? Will they eat a shoe? or? Yeah, they will. We pulled bobbers. We pulled lures. Yeah. And one of the coolest things I've ever pulled out was actually we, we pulled out um, a duck band webbing and a duck band. And mm. what it was, it was, you know, it did you call into the Ducks Unlimited and you say, hey, I got this duck band, and you put in the number. And, I, and I, two weeks later, I get this call from this, this guy, and he says, excuse me, sir, can you tell me where you've harvested this this, <laughs> this fowl? And I said, well, yeah, here in Kissimmee. And he goes, um, that's a protected bird. There's only nine of them in the world. And wow. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I said, well, what is it? And he told me what the duck was. And I said, actually, sir, uh, there's only eight left because that was found in the belly of an alligator. <laughs> Let me ask you yeah, a question. So, yeah, Fritz said, uh, you know, because we, we mentioned in the story the different ways that, you know, you hunt for alligators and kill them and all that stuff. And Fritz said, why don't you just jump on them? Just jump jump out of the boat and jump on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, just chisel, you know. That's and dopey, said, no, isn't it? You're not well, yeah, going to end up well if you jump on an alligator in the water, are you? No, I tell you, now, there are times when I've had to go in the water after the alligator. When you hook them, you do hook them with a pole and a big snag hook, and you might pull a big 10-footer in, and up with it might come, I don't know, 200 pounds of hydrilla, grass, weed, and mud. Mm. And sometimes, Jim, you got to get in there and pull all that grass off. Um, <laughs> I actually have a video on YouTube where I pulled in a big alligator from land, mm-hmm. and I had to get in the water and you know, get all the grass off my fishing line in order to get the gator where I could actually... <laughs> oh, Rodney. Oh, Rodney. You yeah, sometimes just... you got to get in, but you just don't jump on it. All right, Rodney, you just go ahead and keep doing that. And I'll... Uh, <laughs> let me... Uh, you know, I had, no. last time I... Well, I've talked to you before, many times before, but repeat for the audience, because we've always heard, and you'll get people moving to Florida, and say, I always heard an alligator's out there, and it comes after you, zigzag, <laughs> run away on a zigzag. Oh, zigzag. And I think yeah. you said just run as straight as you can, as fast as you can. Absolutely. The, the gators don't want to be near you, and I have put that zigzag test to a nine-footer. Uh, we did some filming down in the Everglades, and uh, my film guy wanted to pitch a tent at the, you know just in the Everglades. And I said, no, we can't do that. And he kept asking me why. And about that time, there was a nine-foot alligator just walking down the middle of the dirt road. And I said, well, hey, man, this is a perfect time to put the zigzag uh, to the test. Mm-hmm. So uh, I walked up behind the alligator, and he saw me, and he was just scared to death. So he took off. And I took off, and it just, you know, it made a sharp left turn, and just, I had to jump over it. Oh, uh, God. We were running so fast, so I had to go over it. You were so racing it. Could, you know, <laughs> run to the water. So, yeah, just, just get away from them, back away from them. They don't want near you. They really don't. They won't chase you on land. Um, it's just one of those things they don't do. Now, there, there's always an anomaly where mm-hmm. things happen you didn't expect, and that's called life, and that comes at you in every direction. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you think you got it figured out, you pretty much don't. Well, I guess that begs the next question. I mean, you've been doing this for how many years now? I've been doing this for 26 years constantly, one where in, either in the agent capacity or if we didn't draw tags, I've helped people 
or uh, if I yeah. drew tags myself, I've hunted myself. So 26 straight years I've been doing this. So the question I have, because we all, you know, in physical activity, let's say you work in a workshop or you're doing, and I mean, there, there, there are times when you get lazy or you get forgetful, mm-hmm. you become complacent. What's the worst thing that you can do if you're hunting alligators as far as just, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, you, I would imagine if you're hunting alligators, you have to be on the job every single second. Constantly. Otherwise, and disaster can happen. That's exactly right. There's no cure for complacency. And if you, if you want to put something on your dashboard, write that down and put it on there. I've been bitten. Uh, the worst bite I've ever gotten, Jim, is by a, an alligator that didn't have a body. And um, I what? was complacent, yes. And, and I uh, said, what? what? What do you mean, didn't have a body? <laughs> An alligator can slow its heartbeat down to about two beats per minute. Okay. Uh, so when you, uh, like, when you sever the head off to prepare it for taxidermy or whatever the case, yeah. um, my nephew, who had harvested an alligator, said, hey, you know, uh, um, how do I clean this, prepare this head? So I took the tape off the mouth, thinking that this thing had long since passed, uh, and stuck my hand in his mouth. Oh my! God. And then when I poked the back of the head with my knife, it bit down on me. And <gasps> oh, Jesus! It took two hours to get it off. So it's like a yeah, bear trap. A, it was a bear trap, Jim. That's exactly what it was. Let me. Add, and let me... it hung on, man. Oh, and I mean, it took God. two hours to peel this thing off my hand. It was embarrassing. Well, uh, definitely embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you know, things happen. Is it true, Rodney, the gator hunter, that if uh, if if you can get your two fingers, your thumb under an alligator's snout right at the tip and a forefinger on its nose that you can keep its its jaws closed? Or is that or is that a bunch of hokum? That's a 100% true. And that's, that's you know, when we pull up a big alligator on the boat, I mean, the key is to get your hand under that mouth. And it's the, it's the most nerve-wracking time because, you know, on the way to under that mouth is the most dangerous time because uh, you got to get tape around it. Once you get a class on that mouth, hanging on is the, you know is, is the next next step, and you, he's not going to open that mouth as long as you got. As a matter of fact, when I take people hunting, I have two rules. One is, if I'm bitten by an alligator, jump on. He's not going to let go and rebite. I'm going to need help to keep this thing from death rolling, mm-hmm. and uh, make him sign a waiver saying that's what they're going to do. They're going to help me jump on this thing to save me. You know, because I'm doing this to save you. <laughs> so, and, you know, oh my two is, is tape, you know, tape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's another time I've been complacent, forgot to put tape, and almost got my cameraman's hide taken off on the backside. That's on YouTube as well. <laughs> do alligators use their tail? I mean, other than, I guess, as a form of movement, but that, do they use it in an in offensive or defensive manner? Will they try to knock you down with their tail, or is that not part their of an alligator? Tail, their tail is is not obviously not the business end. A lot of people have a firm belief is uh, the tail is the dangerous end. I never grab the tail when I, when it's time to grab them. I grab the mouth. I don't want to be bit. But the tail is a defensive move for them, and it will knock you off your feet. Um, I think we seen a video not long ago where a guy got knocked off, and what happens is that tail curls, and it will actually bring you around to the mouth. Oh. So they, uh. they they curl around to a big C, the letter C to yeah. make a letter O. And if you're in that O, it's oh boy, you just got bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh it's boy, is right. Now these uh, these guys <laughs> who are seeking these permits, they're only allowed to hunt for a certain amount of time. Is that right? But you can, you are you're allowed, or are are you not to hunt all year? No, I am actually still just a uh, uh, trapper, meaning a uh, during 
uh, gator season only. Okay. I'm, I'm not a state trapper. Okay. I keep gotcha. applying, but it's a hard thing to get to. Um, but, you know, and you hunt from 5 p.m. to 10 a.m. the next day. Oh, wow. And you hunt in a designated area. You know, if it's like Jessup, you pull, like this year we pulled Orange County, Osceola, and Cypress Lake. Um, so, and, and when this next round of tags comes out, 1,300 tomorrow, I'll get my allotted, my allotted 10 tags. I'm yeah, trying to get my allotted 10 tags. All right, hold that thought. I, let, me, oh. let me take a little break right now. I want to get back to you because i got a few more questions, okay? Okay. All right, Rodney the Gator Hunter, big fan of uh, Real Ready. We've talked to him off and on for years. And, of course, uh, gator hunting season, getting ready to go again, and there's no better expert on this than Rodney. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips Profit is Monday. Rodney the Gator Hunter is on the line with us. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission will make more than 1,300 gator hunting permits available starting tomorrow. So, Rodney, uh, we got some people texting in, and the question is, uh, let's say you're in the water and you see you see a gator. Uh, what should you do other than get out of the water uh, well, as I- fast as you can? <laughs> that, that's a question I, I hear I get more than anything. First of all, I mean, it, I, I definitely don't panic. It's, it's not something that you even have to worry about in, in my book. Uh, now, if it's a 10 or 12 foot gator, just ease out. Don't panic to short splash and start getting out of the water. Yeah. Uh, just be aware of your surroundings. And yeah. over the, over the years, I've learned body language from alligators. If you can believe there is such thing. Tell me. And 99% of the time, they want nothing to do with you. If you see just the head of an alligator, then they're pretty much just checking things out. If you see the full body, that's saying, hey, you're in my area. If you don't mind, move on. And then if you don't see them, hey. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're in trouble. You know, it's the ones you don't see you worry about. If you see them, they don't want any part of you no more than you want of them. Now, if you notice you're moving down the bank and so are they, yeah. don't even get near the water. It's just it's it's not even worth it a shot at it can they climb i've seen video and i don't know whether the but i've seen them climb over a fence yeah and when people see that they don't i think it's fake i think they change their minds about moving to florida sometimes (laughs) a lot of them too is that is that a fake or have have you have you seen that photoshop i've seen it i've seen them climb i've seen them in trees jim that you think how in the no, you're making that up, Rodney. Yeah, you are making I don't that know up. What you're smoking. He's uh, making that no, up. Come on, man. No, <laughs> that can't so, be right in a tree. So here's what happens: the tree will lean over the water yeah. to some degree, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll climb up on the bank. And if there's limbs and that tree is at any kind of an angle, they will climb that tree to find the sun. And that's often what happens, especially on the St. Johns River. Uh, there's there's cracks and crannies up there that I've seen alligators way up in trees. Lisa and I, my girlfriend, filmed a 13 and an 8 footer together, side by side in a tree. And when it hit, when in the water, it went by a stump. And there was only eight feet of space. And these two alligators fit in there, and we never saw them again. I could see them in the water. I could see them under our boat. But outside of that, you couldn't see them at all. They are pretty amazing creatures when it comes to the, the hide, you know, the hide and seek. Yeah, I noticed that, uh, you know, they have a list here. Here's what you can use to hunt alligators, bows, crossbows, and. Uh spear guns and this and that, whatever. It would seem to me, <clears throat> well, uh, I'll recount a story. Back in my scuba diving days, there was a story about uh, a guy with a spear gun and a uh, barracuda uh, came uh, towards him. And, uh, you know, and he's going, 
It's a barracuda, you know. There's a and he's pointing and and, and he pulls the trigger on the spear gun and the spear and the spear just bounces right off the barracuda. Yeah. I can't imagine. Oh no! Anybody's out there in their john boat or the airboat or whatever they're using to get out there yeah. in the East Bajip mm-hmm. and using a bow and an arrow to kill an alligator, or is that? Is that weird or is that common? No, it's very common. I I really? got out of a canoe for years, Jim, and I, when I say years, I mean twelve years. What? Uh, it was the most stealthiest way I can get on giant alligators, and it was the most successful. Um, my biggest alligators I've harvested: twelve foot six, uh, two at twelve foot six, one at eleven foot six, and several ten footers all came out of a ten foot canoe. Um, I hunted out of a ten foot canoe. Uh, it's, it's very effective. It is very scary. And, you know, it's, it's very intimidating. So if you have a bow and an arrow, what do you have, a, a rope attached to the end of the arrow? Exactly right. Uh, on the end of my well, that's arrow, when the fun I have begins. Tip. Exactly. Yep. You hit it on the head. And, and sometimes they'll drag you around for a couple hours. You have to have a restraint on an alligator before you harvest it. You can't just run up and pop it with a bang stick and call it yours. It has to be on some type of hook and line restraint. Be it spear or, or yeah, okay. harpoon or something of that nature. What's the yeah? It's, yeah what, what's what's the biggest alligator you've ever you've ever secured? How, uh, the how biggest alligator I've ever secured is uh, the twelve foot six. I've always <laughs> oh, oh. that size. And I'll tell you, they they just they 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 morph into different animals. When you see a twelve foot six alligator, seven hundred pounds, yeah, it is just it's it's uh, it's humbling. Uh, to say the least, I've hooked into m- much bigger alligators. When I say much bigger, thirteen over thirteen foot, and not been successful. I've had them break hundred pound test lines and sound like a twenty two rifle going off. Mm. So I mean, it's 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 humbling. It's uh it's it's a thrill, and for me, it's it's a great staple of protein for the rest of the year. <laughs> All right. So why are there? You know, we I've read there. The, uh, this this is this is confuses me because with the amount of development that we have in Florida. But the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission says the population continues to increase. So I, I don't understand the reason for that. You would think that, all right, they've, they're issuing more hunting licenses, more are being harvested. Uh, there's development. and But now we have more alligators. What, what's the reason for that? Well, here, here's a lot of it, Jim. Uh, in, in the case of alligators, I mean, we can hunt on lakes and we can legally take them. But if you notice that more and more land is becoming private. Right. Uh, so on that private land, the alligators then become private. And not even the landowner can harvest those only by special uh, permissions. So they have to get special tax to hunt those. And a lot of them are associations. You know, you might drive through an association, a, a neighborhood, and there's 50 lakes, and all of them have alligators that are untouchable by a general hunting license. They have to rely on the FWC to come and remove these things, and there's just not enough of those guys. So the county tag, which I have, with yeah. permissions from the Homeowner Association, I can go in there and harvest those things that are untouchable by most. So it's in, that's why I focused on just getting county tags this year. Uh, we got one lake tag, Lisa, be my girlfriend's first year ever harvesting anything in her life. So she's excited to be, you know, a gator hunter this year. So let me ask you, I mean, the line is uh, consider any body of water in the state of Florida to have an alligator. Is that generally correct? It's generally correct. It's really? One in it. 
Yeah, it's generally correct. Now I live. I my girlfriend and I bought a piece of property over by Universal Studios, uh-huh. and it's Lake Kane, and there's no alligators on that lake. And I know because I check it every weekend. <laughs> you know, because it's called Lucky's Lake. They do the swim there every year. Oh yeah, or yeah, every yeah, day, yeah, yeah. You know, so and there's just no alligators there. So it's it's literally one of the safest places to be. But generally, I'd say 97% of Florida's lakes have an alligator of some size in it. You know, from five inches to you know uh, twelve feet. What's the what's the biggest one on record that you know of? Uh, Fourteen feet four inches is the Florida state record in length. Now it it doesn't hold the state record in weight. Uh, a thirteen footer holds the state record in weight at over a thousand pounds. Good God! So yeah, it's it's crazy. These things are just absolute dinosaurs. When you harvest an alligator, I mean, is it you know the old line about the pig? You can use every damn part of a pig. Can you use every part of an alligator? Well, you I guess can. you can make a necklace out of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, is it are they claws? What would you call on their on their on their feet? I mean, it's a is claws. It a, yep, a claw? got four on the front and five on the back. That's exactly right. Yeah, you use the claws, you can use the bones. I'm actually in the process of putting a whole alligator skeleton together. It's kind of a puzzle project, so yeah. similarly required, uh, of course. <laughs> but um, you know, it's one of my projects, and I've I've become very proficient at putting the skulls back together. I'm, I mean, it's just been a you know for the last 26 years, it has really been a, a science project for me as well as you know obviously uh great food <laughs> sure uh, well it's not not Good my eat. cup of tea but i understand let me ask you just this last question before i let you go Rod. if you see an alligator and you just see its head you know its eyes popping up mm-hmm. above the water well just the head if you measure the width of the head at its widest point is there a way to determine how long the alligator is i, I there's really no 100% scientific method, but the best method is from the tip of the snout to the eyeball. Okay. And and it's generally, when I say generally, is generally one inch per foot. Uh, and it's pretty close. Now, I, my 12-footer was actually 13 inches, you know, 13 and a half inches from its snout to its eye. Right, right. um, you know, so it's generally, so you can generally see it and go, and, and, and having seen so many alligators over the years, I see that alligator, I can get it within a half inch. You know, so, just by right. it's so, because I've seen thousands and thousands of alligators. Right. Tomorrow's well, a big day. Right. Okay, Rodney. Yep. It's always fun talking to you, man. I could, <laughs> I, could talk, I could talk to you for hours and hours on this kind of stuff. <laughs> There's nothing I want to do. Don't invite me out on the boat. I nah. don't want to go out there. Nope. I don't like the mosquitoes. I don't like any of that kind of stuff. I don't want to get near one of these uh, one of these Amen. creatures. All right, well, Rodney. Jim, I'll never invite you, but no, you're always invited. Thank you very much, Rodney. <laughs> All right, buddy, you yeah, got it. Good. Rodney right, the Gator Hunter, big fan of uh, Real Radio, and Yowie Kazowie. I mean, take this in 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 the light. I mean, I use it, and I'm not trying to be sexist, but that's man's work. I mean, that's you know what I mean. Uh, I know they're female alligator hunters. Moira for one. That's, no, no, no. That's, 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 now that I hear tough how work. No, you got to know what you're doing. I am scared out of my wits. No, I four would, hours ago she was all about it. I said, let's get it as a group. Let's get a. Yeah, then we said, okay, we'll go out there and you kill it. Well, go, no. I don't, don't want to kill anything. No. Now I'm going to have nightmares about gators. Me Thanks too. a lot, Rodney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's good, though, isn't he? Nice yeah. pair of shoes. Talk to. Nice Very pair of shoes, though. You get info. a nice pair of shoes. They get a nice pair of boots. Nice pair of a belt. Mm. Maybe. Get, or some good eating, some gator tail. I'm not a big. I'm not a big. Oh no, yeah, Gator tail is pretty good. Too too gamey for you. What do you I think? I just not. I don't know. I never developed a, a taste for it. It's all right. I'll I mean, eat frogs' I legs before I'll eat yeah, gator tail. Fine. Yeah, it, that's one of all those right. southern you know things that you, you have to have it once. And I, it's not that I, I don't would, know. I think you know eating uh, gator. You know, 
became it? popular maybe about 20 years ago. I think before that, it was just Rodney and those types <laughs> that would pick it up. He's you the only weren't one going it. anywhere and seeing oh. Gator Tail on the menu until about two decades ago. It's, it's the Phillips it's File it's on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A coffee shop owner in Christchurch is urging City Hall to avoid letting another coffee shop open in the town center talk about a douche. How about he gets back to making coffee? Most artists who are dirt poor might actually have that hardwired in their brains according to a new report. Using MRI artists showed less dopamine activation when given free money when compared to people who were not gifted in art. Fritz is now crying. And poorer. Two INST Agram models are being held in Nigeria after trying to extort a billionaire from that country. They said they had videos and pictures of cheating but when the billionaire investigated them and found they were high-end prostitutes he alerted Canadian authorities. Way to go dummies. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Head to realradio.fm and fall in love with us all over again. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From you are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. for joining us. It's always fascinating talking to him. I have a stuffed gator head in my office. I've had it for, not my office here, but at home. I've had it for years. Guy brought it by when I first started doing this program because the, the gator had uh, attacked and killed his dog. So he decided, well, uh, time to uh, execute the alligator. I don't know whether he did it legally or illegally. So he had it stuffed and brought the head in. So I just asked... Uh, Catherine, I said, measure, measure, uh, measure that uh, that stuffed gator head um, from from the tip of its nose to its eyeball. She says it measures out at fifteen inches. Ooh, not the whole head, just from the nose to the eyes. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean that. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a big gator head. I mean it's yeah. Got a big smile on its face. No. You know, big, yeah. <laughs> it's a happy Fine. gator. Hey, just Jim- sits there all the time. Doesn't move. Just. Little happy gators, little happy gators. It's not. It's a big one. 
Oops. Oh, that's, gonna, that. that's Jim, not sorry. going right. Uh, for PPT, phone lines are open at 407-916-1041. Fritzy has a great prize up for grabs. I We're do. just looking for more players for person, place, or thing. And I, I have. Oh, sorry. Would you ahead. like me? Yeah. yeah I have that's a that's pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on Toronto FC at Orlando City Stadium. That's July 14th at 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale now, so visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more information. You can be there when they start their new win streak. It's going to happen. You know, you got to, you know, yeah. these things, these things happen. You know, building, building, you know, sometimes it's a couple of steps back where you know, one step forward, two steps, and it just happens. Never fear. Press on regardless. Yes. Remain calm. Uh, yes. There's not possible. And never yeah, walk you alone. You've got to remain calm. You've got to remain calm. You have to remain yeah. a fan. Never walk alone. That's me. I'm Liverpool. Never walk alone. That's, yeah, that's Jerry the, Lewis, isn't it? No, they sing that never walk alone because Liverpool it had oh. a horrific, uh, the team had a horrific plane crash. I don't remember what year it was. might have been in the 70s, and I can't remember how many of the players died. So they have this, they oh, sing it every at every alone. match. Learn yeah. something new every day on the program, right? I, I have Liverpool roots. You do? Yeah. Yes. Did you get your 23 and Me back? Not yet. Oh. Well, how do you know you have roots? Well, I've done some of my genealogy oh, oh, oh. Uh, prior to that. And Will you be surprised if nothing comes back from Liverpool? Well, I know my great-grandfather was born there, so I would be surprised. What did yes. he do there? Do you have any idea? Did, I, I mean, he, so he emigrated here? Yes. At what age? Do you know? Um, I'm yeah. thinking it was about 1860, which he would have been young teens. He would have been in his teens when he came here. John Bold Bradshaw. John Bold. Come Bradshaw. on, Carol. Oh, you're my cousin <laughs> Carol. Yeah, she's, she's got, got all something. the. She's got all the info. Yeah. And and I does she though? Yeah, I think Carol does. Probably. Why would she keep it from you? Because she's eighty years old. Oh, so yeah. what? And who knows? She probably you know. I just I just emailed it. Carol. Can you send me you know just copies? Of, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. But then she had to go celebrate her 80th birthday with her well, kids in Las oh, Vegas. Okay. Oh, so for she's all got I know, time she's still that. there. Yeah. What happens in well, Vegas? I don't want to. I, I don't want to. You know, I talk to her every 15 years, so I don't <laughs> want to email and say, "Hey, Carol, what's up? Come on, get on this, will you?" Yeah. Well. What a cranky puss. Carol, on, how you Carol. doing? Mm-hmm. Just wondering if you had a chance to send that yet. Just wanted to see how your uh, birthday celebration That's in Las Vegas That's a good Vegas way of starting. Was. That's nice. But, all right. Start something nice. My, get off your duff. No, we'll yes. see. Now nah, it's no good. My nah. email was down, so I just want to be sure I didn't miss it. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's better that's than better that's, the standard. that's better than get off your dog. No, that's that's that standard. My email is down. Oh, yeah, sure it yeah. was. Okay, yeah. no. right. You're getting on my case. That's what you're doing. Mm. I don't think you ought to go in there with guns blazing if you want her help. With not doing anything. Oh. No, she's not doing anything. Well, that too. Come on, Carol. Oh, see. I just said, hey, do you have any information about uh, well, Did she lead you to believe she had it? Your mother's... Yes. Mm. Why would I Why would I not believe her? Well, she led you to believe she has it. She doesn't it. Know, know me well enough to jerk me around. Oh. I mean, if she knew me... You That'd know, be different. Then, yeah, sure. Of course, then I would kind of understand. She doesn't know anything about me. So, okay, yeah, sure, fine. I got, yeah, I got a big you know, box full of whatever and photographs and this and that, whatever. She was the one that sent me the photographs. Remember the photographs yes. of my grandfather? Yeah. My mother didn't even remember what her father looked like, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. 
And she, oh yeah, here he is. There he Here's is. In yeah. the, oh, here he is in the saloon or whatever it was, and here he is, you know, with his cap and his big handlebar <laughs> mustache. Mm-hmm. All right, so we didn't get to what you guys were doing during the Fourth of July. Oh uh, boy, days off and was there a lot last of week. Let's see what did Jack do. Mm. Oh, instant pot. I thought it was smoked pot. Mm, no, that cool. so you're using that instant pot. You like it? That instant yeah. pot's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, but he's not making butter chicken. But other than he doesn't like Indian food. No, uh, we made chicken, ribs, pulled pork, and meatballs. And pretty good though, isn't it? Everything Every, came out good so far. A success. Yep. Oh, see, absolutely. My wife's getting used to it. Mm. What do you mean used to it? Well, it's a technology thing, so it's uh, like you know, okay. you know. She's a young dog. Is she a Luddite? She doesn't like any new creations? No, not that. She's, uh, I mean. If but she it, has a system. Yeah. Well, she's, you know, she cooks. And she's she cooks cook. the old-fashioned so way. So she's got to get used to, like, doing different things, hitting different buttons, mm-hmm. listening for different sounds, just and tell not her, look, blowing up the, the house. The more you use the Instant Pot, the more you can play video games, all right? Yes. You have more time for video games. I di- she doesn't play video games, no. but I, I sure played a bunch. <laughs> I felt so guilty yesterday. I cannot do nothing. I have to get I know something that. done. I, yes. I yeah. know that. I, I Because I was watching, I watched TV, played some video games. It's like, I can't just do nothing. All, I have to have something to check off the damn list. So I went outside and trimmed some trees. But <laughs> and I can't work out either. I can spend $117 a month at YMCA, but I just can't go there. Mm-mm. I mean, it's such a drag. Yeah. You just drive over there, yeah. you know, and go through the whole, then you have to wipe down the equipment. Then you're at the wine seat. Yeah. to do that. What? That's the Not worst me. part. Yeah, you go in there, and then you're trying to get on the treadmill, and all the treadmills are taken, so you have to get on one of those stationary bikes, big whoop. Nobody likes <laughs> those. Or the rowing machine. Nobody's ever on the rowing machine. Thank you. Except some old goat who was on College Crew yeah. back in 1934. And you're not oh. sitting next to him because, look, he's great. Yeah, he's the guy that, you know, if you go in the mm-hmm. locker room after working out, he's the one guy using the air dryer to on his dry junk. his junk. Yep. Oh, completely <laughs> naked, looks great. <laughs> yeah, he's got one, <laughs> one foot up on the bench, oh, you know. Oh, come on. Oh, I've seen it I half it. a dozen times, and nobody ever has the nerve to say, dude, hey, what, what are you doing? doing? Oh, really, what are you doing? Because you don't want to yell at the old guy. He probably can't hear anyway, but yeah, they're just going to town. They're just, he doesn't have any hair on his head, of course. Well, Never. They, they don't want to get chafed, you know, or whatever, some kind of, <laughs> you know, rash. So it's they like, dry what are you, you, you doing? My wife. She saw it too? No, no, oh. no. Let's say you're in a place Let's that serves say, coffee. Yes. And serves a little bit of food items, right? Of course. And you're out there getting your coffee. I'll get to PPT in just a second. We've got time. Okay. And what would you do if you just turned around and there's, you know, a decent-looking younger man with his wife and toddler just sitting there, and he's flossing his teeth? No! What? In the line? No. Where? He's sitting sitting there. at a table? She's at, sitting at a table. <sighs> Not and he's to be flossing his teeth. No. It's okay. It's all right. Is it? It's no, okay it's not, to say. There's nothing all right okay about it. It's okay to say, dude. Ew. What are you doing? Ew. That's not right. He like, and the personal wife. Personal grooming in public is never all right. Like the the actual floss? Yes. Or, or one of those stick ones? No, floss. Ah. E- 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 ping, ping, ping. Now, that's a little too much. 
Now, what do you do? Agreed. Do you go to the management? Do you mind your own business? Are, uh, you, are you in that particular case? I'd give him the ugh you face. You say, what are you going to do next? Wipe your butt? I mean, what are you going to do? No, gonna, no, you on, give him you the ugh face. You give him the like, eh. No, he doesn't, he, might, he probably doesn't register. He's like, what are you, what's the face Yeah, what I, you, you know, you do this. No, I think <laughs> you have to say something. I think you have to say, you know, with all due respect, that's. You can't you know. do that in a, in a restaurant. Yeah. Or a coffee shop, whatever it is. You can't do that in a coffee shop. You should do it anywhere. Uh, right. Well, exactly. You know, Maybe you can go- excuse yourself to the men's room. Of well, course. One thing. Exactly. Even that, if I walk in to wash my hands and somebody ping, you know, is full. Uh, it's uh, the mundo. Yeah. All right. Let's get this underway. Spencer, you're first up. Person, place, your thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hi there. Hi. Spencer, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Oh, let's try. Let's try person. You got to do a person. That's all I have. Uh oh. Right, who's this person? Uh, this person is an accomplished author, movie star, and live performer. Person is a accomplished author, movie star, and live performer. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's tough. I can only give you another clue. All right, wait. Maybe Jim will help you. Hold uh, on. Got a beard. Oh, beard. So it's a man. A, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Has a beard. Yeah. You don't author, that, author, movie star, and live performer. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm, movie beard. actor. I'm not going to say movie star. Not star. No. He's known more for the author or the singer or the He's what? A live performer. Live performer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he a comedian? I'm not going to say uh, one way or the uh, other uh, what uh, he is. Uh, uh, do I have a lifeline? No, no? you do not. Uh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, uh, gee. Okay, so author, movie star, live performer. You're not a movie a, star. He's just he's been in movies. Oh, so movie I'm not going to call him okay. a movie. You're not going to go to a movie because his name oh, is there. Yeah. All right? You're not going to go, oh, my God. Oh, gee. Not a leading man, oh. per se, right? Come on. Okay. Uh, no, he's not a leading okay, man. Okay, not a leading man, but he's still in the movies Come on, here. Come an then. answer. Come on, you can do it. Anything. And he's got a beard now. Okay. Uh, oh, he has a beard now. Yes. Does he have a beard now? Yes. Yes. Hmm... Come on, babe. You can do it. Come on. I'm running out of time, I know. Time, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, this is my first time playing this game. We're getting through to y'all, so it's, it's a huge honor. <sighs> all right. Nice. But think of bearded people. Bearded people. Think of a dance. Oh, this is a stretch. Think of a dance at Arthur Murray. Come on. <laughs> you get it? No. He uses, he uses the term all the time. A dance. Oh, oh. I know. You get it? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, think wait. of it. Hey, huh? Lindy. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no, I know. No. I didn't want to say the right thing. It's not. Oh. oh. Is it? Sorry, dude. Oh, I got to move on. on. I got to move on. Hey, Charles. All right, Mark, here you go. Clue number two. His two earliest childhood comedy heroes were Jonathan Winters and yeah. Tim Conway. Okay, I was thinking more like the 40s, but that's not it. No, 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 no. He's probably in his mid-50s, maybe 60 by now. No, I was saying the 1940. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying, okay. okay. He's an accomplished author. He's been in movies. He's a, known for his live performances. He's got a beard. Earliest childhood comedy heroes were Jonathan Winters, Tim Conway. So that says to me he's probably a, a comedian. Okay, that helps. With a beard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With a beard. Yeah. I don't even know any comedians that have a beard, Jim. Yeah, name one. Name one. Name Alan one Bo- comedian with a beard. That's what it said. All the comedian that comes to mind is Steve Martin. 
That's your final answer. Nah, he doesn't have the beard. Nah, he doesn't have, he doesn't, no Steve beard. Martin, he doesn't have the beard. Here you go, Bill. He, he once won $500 as a runner-up in Playboy's first annual humor competition for his satirical joke submission. Uh, yeah, all right. That's your final answer? Yes. No, sorry, wrong. Yeah. Hit the wrong button. Here we go to John. Uh, After two seasons of color commentary for Monday Night Football, Awful Announcing put him at number one in their list of top ten sports media busts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dennis Miller? Dennis Miller. That's your final answer? Yeah, baby. There you go. Yeah, Dennis Miller. Cha-cha, baby. Cha-cha. Extra, get it? Foxtrot. Oh, yeah. No, cha-cha. I know. Extra, extra rant all about it. He anchored the Saturday Night Live news desk for several seasons, and then he thought he'd make a great career move and go conservative humor Yep. with Bill O'Reilly, and I don't know how well that served him. I think it was a bad career choice in his part, but... Tomorrow I'll give you the pages for Places and Things, too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dennis Miller. Mm. Was he just in Orlando? Dennis mm. Miller. I don't know. Anyway, we're out of here. Thanks, everybody. Good job today. We'll do it again tomorrow, starting Woo-hoo. at uh, 3. Oh, yes. And after the news junkie, that's Sean, along with uh, C. Lane and Sabrina. We'll do that. Uh, they follow the monsters in the morning. By the way, Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye, and do take care.